Okay, everyone. Welcome. Good evening. We're ready to start. The mime is not cold yet. I'm going to have this, and then later I'm going to get it. You can take this. You can take that back, yeah. Thank you. Oh, there's also pretzels and cookies that are in the on the kitchen in a bag. Just put them out over here. Shkoyach. I think it's next to the fridge on a bag. Okay, so we're going to learn the Maimon Lakuti Torah of Ayelachem Letzitzis, page eighty-six, Daf Mem Gimel Amid Amid Gimel. I want to thank uh, all the Shirim. This all Thursday night Shirim of this entire year has been sponsored by. Baruch Marshak, Benchim, a lot, a lot of bracha. Okay, we're holding over here. I have to make an admission. I learned a little bit of this mimer on Sunday, I think it was, and it drew me in. But I only got a little bit into it. I just like scanned it for like maybe twenty minutes. I said, "Wow, this is really looks sounds like be a really good, very special mimer." And then I was going to prepare the rest of it today. And then I went and I took a little snooze. I thought it's going to be for 10 minutes. And the next thing I knew it was 7.45 in the evening. So it ended up, I must have been, I must have been sleeping about an hour and a half. So and then I said, Oy Gaval, how in the world am I going to teach this mimer? And I sat down. And Baruch Hashem, this is like, I'm sure the mimer has depth and depth and depth. But it's a very readable and uncomplicated mimer. What I like about these, this mimer, and this is, it is known that the Alter Rebbe had, oh, we, we just read about it recently in the Hayom Yoim, that there was various different levels of Maimarim. It, it depended in the time. The Alter Rebbe began more relate, in the style of his discourses were more in the style of the, his previous his teachers, the Baal Shem Tov, especially the Magid, in which the Baal Shem Tov just said little, 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 like little, little tires, like little thoughts. The Magad already said, you know, teachings of complicated ideas already in, in a, the Altar Rebbe started taking all of this and developing it in Chabad style, intellectual style. But that itself developed over years. So the earlier years, the Marmarim were far much shorter, but more soul-like as opposed to later when they became more intellectual because the whole point over here is to bring the, the, the godly truths of the neshama, of faith and of amuna, and translate them into the language of, of the human soul, the human psyche, including the intellect, and ultimately it should be able to affect our human side as well, and even our animal side. But that was a progress. So the, the later in the Alter Rebbe's years, the Memorim became longer. This Maimer, now they're just as fiery, but... The, it's camouflaged more with logic and rational type of discussion, as opposed to the earlier years where you can sense the fire and the energy more. So I, I was reading this mimer and, and I said to myself, "This is old style." I saw that immediately. It felt like the old style. And then after I finished the whole thing, just about you know 20 minutes ago, I took a look at the back and I said, "Yeah, this mimer is the Alter Rebbe still said it in Liyajna. The Alter Rebbe had, was arrested in the ends." And we sent to jail in the end of the, the Nun Ches Nun Tes 
um, corresponding to 1798. Up till that time, he lived in Lyozhna. After that, he was arrested once and he was released. And he was arrested a second time. After his second arrest, he moved to Liadi. And he was there for the last 10 years of his life, or 11 years until he escaped with Napoleon. That period of time, and Liadi is where the most of the Maimarim of the Kutitera come from. The longer Maimarim and much more, right? And the shorter ones are from the Liozhna days. And you can see in this Maimar that it's Liozhna style. Okay. Um, so it says this week in the parish we have the mitzvah of tzitzis. And the Pasuk says that you should make the fringes at the edge, edges of your garment. It should be to you tzitzis for fringes. You should see it. It's called mitzvah Hashem. You should remember all the mitzvahs of God. And um, what is the Lashon over here? You should remember all the mitzvahs of Hashem. Vasisa um, moisam, you should do the mitzvahs. Then you will not go after your eyes, after your heart, and after your eyes. That they see, they want to seduce you after them. The mind and the, the, the heart and the, and the eyes want to like cause you to stray away from me. So and again, so that you will remember vasisam as So you will do all my mitzvahs and you will become holy to God. So the question, so what, first of all, you see over here immediately is that tzitzis is a mitzvah that's supposed to remind you to do all the other mitzvahs. So we need to understand how does mitzvahs remind you. So there's Alpi Pshat, Rashi gives an interesting answer that how does tzitzis remind you to do all the other mitzvahs? When, because tzitzis is gematria um, so 605. Tzitzis is gematria 605. Yeah, no, yeah, no. You're right. Tzitzis gematria is 600. But then there's five knots that makes it 605. And there's eight strings, 613. So that's how you have 613. So first of all, that teaches us that what? That for those people who laugh at gematria, or like don't take gematria seriously, the Torah gives you a mitzvah that forces you to constantly think about gematria. And you can look at your tzitzis, you have to write, it's amazing, I just thought about that now. The Torah forces you to acknowledge Gematria, according to Rashi. Pshuta shal mikra. Can't laugh at Gematria. Bichlal, I want to say something about people that scoff, people that laugh. Oh, yeah, I'm so happy now. Daron, you made me happy. Okay. In addition, that now everybody on live stream knows you're here. We're not saying which Daron. Okay, but but in addition to that, I'm happy. But now I was happy already before, but I'm happier. Um. So today, I just, 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 just for the scoffers, I have to say this. You know, Rava would start with something happy, when, uh, with, with, a, with, a, with a joke. It's not a joke. It was so good. Someone sent me today a, 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 a WhatsApp. There's a, a Rebbe known as Reb of Kirstir. Reb of Kirstir. A lot of people travel to him today. He became like, you know, it says, it's very funny how it says that everything has mazal. I feel a Sefer Torah Even a Sefer Torah has mazal. Some certain Sefer Torahs sit and no one looks at them. And then there are certain Sefer Torahs that everybody is... When always ends up being taken out. So the, 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 sometimes you have a Rebbe, like there were thousands of Rebbes before the war. And this Reb Shail of Christi became very, 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 very popular today, and people will travel to him. It's, 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 very, it's very interesting. Now, people always have known him, and I've known this for years, that, he, that, he, that he's a Segula against, against uh, many 
uh, he's a shmira. He's a shmira. And people use him particularly when you have rats in your home, a mice. People put a picture of him in the room, and it's a baduk umenusa that he chases the rats and mice away. It's obviously a very big tzaddik that the klipa can't come close to him. It's no a picture of it. I've given the segul to people, told me, and, and people come back and say, it's not there. That's what happens. It just gets rid of the mice. But people say he's a shmira for everything. So someone today, this story happened today in the morning. A guy comes into Shulamborough Park, and he starts laughing, and he said, hey, this younger man parked by a fire hydrant in Borough Park, parked by a hydrant, and he put a picture of Shia Lekaristir on his windshield. And hey, and guess what? He got a ticket, $115. He saw it. He, got a he comes and he says, He went and he put a picture of Shia Lekaristir on his, on, his, on his desk, and he got a ticket. Okay, so the guy who heard this from this guy walking in, after he finished davening, says he went outside, him and his friend, and they look at the ticket. They look at the ticket. And, this, and his friend suddenly says, hey, take a look. The number of the house, it's 1750, I think 1758, 58th Street. 1758. Take a look at the, at the ticket. It says 2758, um, 58th Street. Or 2770, something like that, 58th Street. <laughs> so, and they look it up. There's no such address in Brooklyn. There's no 2758 Why? Because 58th Street and ends, ends at Bay Parkway and afterwards it stops. The whole thing doesn't exist. That means that the ticket is void because it doesn't have a location. It has a false location. So for those who laugh at those who believe, not that you're supposed to park at a fire hydrant, but I'm not giving legitimacy for that. But the idea is you connect to it, Sadiq, with sincerity, he'll always come through for you. Back to what we're saying over here is, talking about gematria, from, from the simple meaning of Rashi, that you see that gematria is very real. Tzitzis reminds you of the whole Torah, because it's a gematria up to 600. But the Alter Rebbe is going to give a, a very deep and rich and, and uh, um, explanation of why looking at the tzitzis will bring you to remember all of the mitzvahs. So let's see inside. So first of all, Lahavin to understand Inyan Why do we have two zechiros? It says you will remember, and Laman Tizkiru you should remember two times. And it seems to be repeating the same thing. It says Laman Tizkiru the first time Laman Tizkiru you will remember. No, Uzechartem is called Mitzvah Hashem Vasisem Oisam. You will remember all the mitzvahs and you will do them. And again, Laman Tizkiru Vasisem is called Mitzvah it's a repetition of two pesukim. We say it every day. If you think about this, what are the two remembrances that it's telling us to remember? We also need to understand. What's the connection? If a mitzvah tzitzis fringes at the end of your garment, how is that a remembrance on all the mitzvahs? Some want to say, by the way, the answer is that it says in in, um, in there's, there's a there is a common. Um, Minhag by people, but I think it's already brought in Gemara or in Zoya or whatever. That when you want to re- remember something, you make a knot. Making a knot is, a, is a, uh, let's say you 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 you, you, um, you knew you have to do something before you go to sleep at night. So you take one of your something of your garments, whatever, make a knot on it. So then, by by having the knot, you'll remember. Not stop making a sign, making a knot. Why? Because a knot means you're tying yourself. So the Indian of mitzvahs, which are the tzitzis, which are knots. The ksharim of the tzitzis means you're not a tikkad, so you don't forget his mitzvahs. He's, he's on your mind. That's, that's the explanation. But let's see for something deeper over here. He made tzitzis, malosh, and his Now tzitzis 
comes from the word histaklos, you should, of looking, of gazing. From the word meitzitz menacharakim, he's peeking through the cracks. So tzitz is melosh and histaklos, of looking. My meitzitz menacharakim, like peeking through the cracks. When it talks about Hashem, he's standing behind the wall and he's peeking through the cracks. Shu'inyin, which is the idea of ziva ara. It's a radiance of light. It's a ray and a radiance to Hainu. Now, in order to be able to see, you need light. It's the light that enables something to be visible. We, all of us, are living shrouded in darkness. The world that we're creating, our very existence is an existence of concealment. Because we were created to live and exist in an olam. And what's the def- What's olam? Olam comes from the word helem, concealment. So we live in a concealment. Who is being concealed? There's nothing but the Ebersh there. God is everything and everywhere. And there's nothing but Him. But we don't see that. Because the oilam of time and space is what blocks our vision. So we're in dark, so we don't see Him. What's the tzitzis? The tzitzis is a blast of light, that, like, like a flash of light, like a, like a lightning that comes in when a person is lost in a, in a forest and they have no idea, like they lost. And if they're lucky, I mean, not lucky, you don't want to be in a storm, but B'tzacheni, uh, you, you, you need a little vision. You see a lightning is a flash, and suddenly at least you get direction and you see where, where it is. So the light, so the tzitzis is a flash of light. So the Abishter through the tzitzis flashes his, flashing of what? He flashes his existence into your soul. It should shine. The Yizgalin, it should be revealed. A giloi of him, of the Abishter. Which God fills all worlds. Knows that you should appreciate the Abishter that fills all worlds. But not only that, you shouldn't only, in other words, the tzitzis don't only give someone an appreciation, a sense, a visual of God that he's filling all worlds, because the Zohar says the Abishter also encompasses all worlds. And that's a higher level of godliness, is the level that's encompassing, because it's not measured and limited to the to the to the finitude of creation. It's more of a broader energy, and then even higher than that, even Soiv of Kalalman in, Chassid, in, Kabbal, in Chassidus explains that even the Soiv of Kalalman is a, a level of godliness that is even though it's still higher and bigger than creation, but it's still measuring up to the world. The fact that we're saying that it's Soiv means it has some relation to it. But then it's even higher is God Himself. Kula kamei All before Him is not. Um, so and, and through and the idea of tzitzis is to give a, 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 a revelation, a flash of the Mamala Kalalman, of the Soiv of Kalalman, and even of Kula Kamei even the Abishter as he is completely above. That a person should experience and see in the heavens above and the earth below, there's nothing but him. Why? Because I'm not that the nothingness is because his name is elevated alone. And only his ray is on the heavens and the earth. The guy, okay. A ray of the Abishta means the hoid, his glory is a ray. That helps us understand why there's nothing but him. Because all of creation is but a tiny little ray of him. An insignificant ray, and everything is bottle and mavutal to the point that there's ain't mavade other than God, nothing exists. But again, we don't see it. Stamazoi, we're living in darkness. So the tzitzis is a is a, is a manner. Soon we're going to see it's the tzitzis is the abishter blasting, the abishter shining his light, a beam of light into your neshama to be able to feel him. 
what's this idea of this giloy? Pidish gili mitsiusai. It's a giloy of the Abishter's existence. In other words, a person can't have the giloy of the Abishter's true being in him. It bothered me when I'm learning this one. What is the Altarab saying? It's like it would be terrible if it would be. So you can argue that what does he mean? He's saying it's the giloy. You have a giloy of God's existence, but not the giloy of Taka being able to see him. Because the Abishter, no one, no one can see him. Abishter doesn't have a, a visible existence. So it's a type of urea, it's a type of experience that you feel very strongly like you're seeing the existence, but not the substance. But why is he saying chas v'shalem? Is the chas v'shalem because, because that's impossible to see the Abishter's mahos? Even by Moshe Rabbeinu it says, or I was thinking the chas v'shalem is because if we would see his mahos, then we wouldn't be able to... You know. So it's chas v'shalem because it would harm us. What's the chas v'shalem over here? Like a person say chas v'shalem, and I'm playing with the chas... If a person says chas v'shalem, that when you hear chas v'shalem, you know, someone shouldn't fall down chas v'shalem. Or is the chas v'shalem, chas v'shalem to say that, say, say that on the air, is it a religious chas v'shalem or is it a... A sakana de chas v'sholem. I don't know what, it, what, what the chas v'sholem over here is. And what's bad if a person is going to have a gili of the ebrishtiz mahos? What's going to happen? I don't know. So that, I, I leave you for your homework. In any case, but that gili of the ebrishtiz, tzadich she yizgale beleva adam dafke. But here's the deal. This revelation of a tzitzis is not meant to be just a gili yalokos that, that, that is something that philosophically the person appreciates in his mind. In his mind, in his chachma, in his understanding, he has a psagiloi, a, a realization intellectually in God's existence. No, no, no. That's not the point. The point is that your heart should see it. That means it should penetrate into the emotional and the emotional sphere of the human being. say, the heart should see. I didn't get a chance to look that up. The loy die loy, and it is not enough. It's not enough that you're looking with your eyes. Where are the eyes? The eyes are in the head, up here. So the eyes represent, through your eyes, you're getting a cognition, a mental cognition. It's not enough just a mental cognition in godliness, a mental revelation. It has to register in the center of the human being down here, meaning more on the emotional level. This idea that tzitzis is meant to reach your heart and not just your enayim. Enayim, he says, that's your chabad. What's the connection of chabad, intellect, seichel, with eyes? And in addition to the fact that the eyes are the windows right next to your brain, next to the chabad, you also find that Chachamim, the wise men, are called the Eine Ha'edah, the eyes of the, they're called wise, but the, 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 the Sanhedrin, the, uh, the, the judges are called the eyes. So you see, and Bechlal, it says that the, the Chachma, the Chachma of the person, the wisdom of the person, is spiritually associated with the power of vision. You see, you see something, you see an idea. So that's called, what? Mind vision. What? The mind's eye, okay. But it needs to expand. 
this ria, this vision, has to impact the person and it has to touch him in the heart. Literally in the heart. The heart should see and the heart should feel and it has to bring a person to an espilos. It has to bring a person to an emotional response, to an excitement. That means that you, you learn something, or in this case, the tzitzis, is a, you put, a person puts on his talus and he gets this, 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 some point during davening, let's say, he gets the tzitzis effect, which is a godly revelation from above that, 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 that reveals, the to reveals himself to him. It has to create that the, the person shouldn't remain cold and indifferent intellectually, um, you know, uh, uh, um, happy or, 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 or respond, but it has to move you to the court. That it should create dread in the heart. The two, two, two primary emotions. Either it should create a powerful contraction of fear and dread of the Abishter. Like we learned last week, the, you know, when we learned about the Bnei Gershon, the family of Gershon last week, and then the Thursday night shit, we learned that all the colors were in the Uriahs. It was Tcheles, and, and it's interesting, I pointed out to you over there, interesting, in last week's year, that over there the Altadam makes an exception. He says, Tcheles is Meloshin Tichla. Meloshin Kiloya in Tichla, which is yearning, which is love. Kol Sanafshi, Nichsevavagam Kol Sanafshi. And I pointed out to you last week that most places Tcheles is associated with fear, with, with, with Yira, with fear, and that's the way it is in the Mimer over here. He's saying that, the, that when the, when the, the, the giluya lakus that comes from the tzitzis, the, the fact that a person is matzitz, a person gets, a, gets a, a, a sudden revelation of a lakus of get and he feels it in his heart, it, the heart should be moved in one of two ways. Either the heart should be moved in dread, or in both, in dread and in fiery passion. And that was oy his spilos kedish peish or flaming fire miyasoy the eisha beliboy from the element of fire that's in his heart. Now, now he's going to explain why, and that could be why the tzitzis are thirty-two strands of tzitzis, because thirty-two is leif. The tzitzis are meant lamed beis nasiva is chachma, but the pathway is it's meant to end up by the heart. That's why we know it's a minog actually when you hold the tzitzis to hold the tzitzis by the heart while you're saying the thing because. The main part of the tzitzis is that it should be a ria, it should come down to the heart. Why is he explaining what's wrong if it just remains in the head? And the Rebbe explains an interesting thing. The head is detached. It's detached of your, of your the head knows, all, as we all know in our lives, we know a whole bunch of things of the way it ought to be. We know we ought to be different. We know we ought to spend our lives learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, well, that doesn't translate necessary in, in what we do because our emotional reality can be very, very different than our intellectual reality. So therefore, as long as things remain only in the, in the, in the, in the, in the cup, in the head, like we learned, like we know, the mind and the heart can be miles apart. You need to build a bridge. The tzitzis is meant to infuse a powerful bolt of lightning and of godly awareness into the emotions. And he explains like this, key, key, um, uh, where are we? Uh, he said the moyach, the main, um, the main anatomy of the brain, is made up of water. Bechlal, we know that people that are very intellectual are more on the cold side. They're calm. They're collective. Everything, you know, when they hear something intense, they don't get excited immediately. They want all the information. It takes a long time till they get excited. 
And this other guy hears a little news, boom, 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 and he says right away, Mashiach is coming, he's floating, he's screaming, he's shouting. Usually more the emotional, right? Um, but the point of it is not to keep it in the brain. You have to bring it down, Azoi, into the heart. Um, so, Moyach is cold, it's water. Vaalechus and moisture, Shu kar beteva, it's naturally cold. You can learn from today till tomorrow and gather a lot of information, but it doesn't pile, it doesn't affect in a person's nefesh. It doesn't cause the person to budge. Meaning, I don't change my life because of that. My life is what my life is. Regular, I remain, a person can think to himself. A person can think to himself, I remain the same, the same animal, animal person. In get involved with, 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 with all kinds of physical, earthy desires and wants. There's no, right? I don't have to budge. I, the Abishter is so great. Very good. The Abishter is great. God is great. And he's gave us, fine. What does it have to do with me? I'm living my life. The age by Kvedus. Another thing about water is that water has weight. As opposed to fire. Fire is light. Water has a certain weight. That means that gravity impacts it. That's why water goes down. The yesh by kvedus, it has a heaviness. And like we see, that water descends from a high place to a low place. What does that mean? It means that a person can perceive godliness in his brain, in his mind, and still be heavy and not budge. That means he's heavy, he's, 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 it's, not, it's not moving, it's not getting you moving. Therefore, the eye, the seeing, the eyes of the, of the of the of the of the of the into the eye of the mind of his godly soul, doesn't necessarily affect any change in one's vivifying soul and his nefesh which means or sometimes explains the animal soul. Should you spoil that it should get excited? That a person should have a change in his nature, umuhusai, and his substance. Basharusham for what he is, whatever I am. Well, the Shanoi says Tamoi. If the Abishter is so real, and Ainoid Movadoi, and there's nothing but God, how can I live another moment and 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 and, and, and be so indifferent to this MS and to this truth? How can I be so selfish? I can be so caught up in my own fantasy of non-existence. Me living other than being a servant of God is, is a fantasy. It's fake. It's not real. I, I, how can I? And I, have to, I have to change. And especially since a Yid realizes the power that he has to make this MS be, be felt in the entire world through Torah and Mitzvah and the like, and I'm sitting by coldly, not doing anything, and I'm just continuing to live my life exactly like it was before. can't be that way. When you learn a little Chassidus, or in this case, you have a Giliolokus through your Tzitzis, it needs to move you. Well, the Shana says Tamoy for a person to change his style. Completely to the other side. The person remains standing like he was before. With heaviness and laziness. And the point is, what happens with water? Water goes down to a low place. So that means that when a person can have intellectual water in his mind, he can have a lot of activity going on in his brain, but it will still, the water will descend to a low place, 
Meaning to say that the person could remain in a low place. He could still remain in the dumps. Meaning remain as attached and, 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 and as connected to lowly behaviors, addictions, and patterns that are lowly because they're far from any kadusha of any holiness. And, and there's no change because the person is a philosopher. He's a thinker, he knows everything, his mind is enriched, but it doesn't have to do with him. In the same low place where the person was. So, what makes a change in a person? So, the altar doesn't even interesting lush. When you want to take any substance and you want to change it, any substance, you want to change the shape of, 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 of a material, what do you have to do? You have to put it into fire, you have to heat it up. And when you heat it up, then you can change. That means if a person gets excited, passionate, the, 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 his one's perception of the Abishter reaches him and triggers an emotion and starts producing fire. In that fire of the passion and of the fervor, you can make a change. You can say from now on, that gives you the energy and the determination to say from now on, I'm going to be a completely different person. I can't be the same person. To this that a person becomes a blaze. The point that it touches him, it touches him in the heart. The heart is already full of fire. That's where the element, emotions. They mentioned earlier, an intellectual person is very calm and collective. An emotional person is very, very, uh, very antsy, very, uh, very, very, always on the move. The element of fire rises upward. Like flames of fire, and flames of yutke. And it sparked like a like a shalevs. Now here's the thing: you're wearing tzitzis. What did we say before? Tzitzis. Tzitzis is like an igniter. Tzitzis is a flash. It's a haora. It's a light. It's a beam of light. So it's a beam of light. How is it going to? Okay, it's going to give you a little bit of a kitzel. You're going to get a little emotionally excited. Two minutes later, you're dead already. Same person. So what happens if the emotion? You know, so he got a little, you know, got a little excited for a minute. What is that going to do? The point is, a Jew has fire in his neshama. A yid has. All he needs is a trigger. So what the tzitzis does is the tzitzis is Moloshan and It's a it's a hatzotza. It's a it's a, it's a flash of divine truth that flashes into a person's consciousness. But what it's meant to do is to d- deliver a spark into the heart. And once it delivers the heart, it ignites the fire in the heart. The, the fire already, once you get its fire going, the, the, the heart has enough fuel inside of it to burn because that's the nature of the neshama that it's burning to get close to Hashem. And with that fire, that's going up from its own, what, what's the desire of the neshama? The neshama wants so much to be, to be, to separate itself from the psila, from the wick, which is the body. Without calmness. That's the nature of the fire. I, I'm, which means a person says, my life is completely different. Complete every day after davening. Completely different today. And that's why the Alter Rebbe says over here, in every change, any change that you're going to make in anything is dafka through fire. Like we say that a, a mitzraf is a... Is a, uh, a, a uh, What's the right word for mitzvah? With a with a uh, uh? a crucible, yeah. With a with a melt silver, the kudel lezahav, and, and gold too is melted in. And 
Until you can, the, 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 all the dregs and all the, the dregs of the silver are expelled from it. And the same thing, the neshama has, right, the person has to get rid of the psoilas that's in him. You put it through the fire of the inspiration. Now this tzitzis, which is the ha'or that is now sparking, that's firing up the heart of the person, who inyin b'chinas t'cheles on that's why the tzitzis has blue and white. The blue string, one blue string, and, and, fo- and three, and three uh, um, um, what's it called again? It's really, it turns into eight, but really it's, it's before it's folded in half. It's one and, so one is blue, the other three are white. And what is that? Kipchinas lovan, because whiteness, moir al-ava, is indicative on love, kirish peish, like flames of fire. Kishal heves like because white is more the kishal heves mislav beleva adam. Bechlal the color associated with chesed, which is ava with his love, is is white. Vahatcheles and the blue moed al apachad. Because we always say that that we look at tzitzit, it's going to create a fear because it's doimel rekia to the heavens and the rekia doimel kisei akavin. A person has fear of the king. Moed al apachad shebeliboy. It's 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 it's, it's indic- indicative of the of the it symbolizes the fear or the dread that's in a person's heart. So that's the tzitzis. The tzitzis needs to affect the heart in two ways: in tcheles and in lovan. And now he gives you a little bit of a of kabbalistic background to that. Shara tzitzis perik dalit. The love on the whiteness nimshach memoyach abina. Whiteness is drawn. From the Moyach of Bina, Vetcheles Ma'aba. So in Chasidis it says, in Kabbalah it says, and the Arizal says, that the, the, that, that, that the, the, the whiteness of the tzitzis is coming from, the, from, the, from Bina, and the Tcheles is coming from Abba, from Chachma. And we know that these two intellectual, these two sources, Chachma and Bina, are the source as follows. Bina, it says, is the source of love. And Chachma is the source of fear. Emein Chachma ein Yira. If there's no Chachma, there's no Yira. We learned it last week a little, a little bit. That when a person, one second, if a person has a Giloy of the Emes of the Ebeshter, as it is in Chachma, you, it reaches total Bittl. But Bina means you're standing at a, in Bina you don't have that closeness, you don't have that revelation of the Ebeshter himself. The Ebeshter is more at a distance, farther away from you. And you are just in your mind imagining the greatness of God. When a person is not standing in front of the king, but he in his own mind is imagining the king's greatness, that then you can create within yourself the desire, the longing to want to get close to the king. So see this, it says that Bina is the source of, that's why it says, Bina is father and mother. So it says, Bechlal, the relationship is, and then there's two children. The two children are son and daughter. The son is love, and daughter is Isha Yeres Hashem, is fear of God, Malchus. Malchus is fear, the Zeir Anpin is Ava, is love, primarily, Yitusa. So it says an interesting relationship. And Chachman Bina is father and mother. So we know Bechlal in the relationship of parents and children, a father has a deeper bond with his daughter than with his sons. And a son and a mother has a special connection to her boys. Mom's boy and daddy's girl. That's just the way this always works. So it's also spiritually this Indian. It's, it's spiritually the Indian is as well. That Chachma Yasid Brata. That Chachma is the source of Malchus. And Bina, Eim Habanim, she's the, she's the mother of the sons. Eim Habanim Samech. 
So psychologically that means that the power experience of Bina stimulates more the feeling of love and the, and the, and the, uh, the experience of Chachma, which is the visual of seeing the Ebersh there, stimulates a fear and a Yira. So this makes sense with what we're learning over here. In Kabbalah it says that Chelas comes from Chachma and the Lavan of the Tzitzis is coming from Bina. So it makes sense that the reaction is going to be love and fear, each one in accordance. The love one is going to create the love, and the tcheles and the blue die on the tzitzis in a creative fear. That's what the Tzemach Tzedek is adding over here. I'll take you to a question in a second. Um, as he says over here, let's go, hold on. The love and nimshach mamoyach bina, tcheles ma'ava. Venoide, it is known, the bina hu makara ava. The bina is the source of love. Kedish pe'esh, like the flames of fire. And chachma is associated with higher fear. And the, and, the, and the father is the source of the daughter, which is Malchus, which is the lower fear. We learned about this last week. So it says like this, Eretz, that's, that's Malchus. Eretz is Malchus. Because it's the lowest Madrega, which is fear. Where is, where is Malchus founded on? Bechachma. What's the, what's the foundation of Malchus, which is fear? Chachma. How about koinein shamayim? Shamayim is esh, even though esh and mayim. But those are the emotions, and 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 the ikar it's esh. So what is that? Bitvuna that comes from bina. Yes. What was your question? Yes, but they cross over. Yeah. And this is what it says. Here, what the Alter Rebbe is saying over here. See, it's these taichin of psukim, like you have in this mimer, that is very, very characteristic of the early MMR. As I mentioned earlier, this is from the early MMR of the Alter Rebbe, very fiery. So there's a pasuk that says, There's no fear of God in front of his eyes. So the Alter Rebbe is learning. The reason why you're not budging and you're not dreading God, because godliness is only intellectually. You're only seeing it, you're only, you're learning, you're learning Torah, you're only, it's only, you're perceiving it only with, with your eyes, with your intellect. You're not allowing it to penetrate into your heart. Chassidim knew that that's the whole point of davening. They learned Chassidus, but learning Chassidus wasn't enough. Learning Chassidus without davening with it was considered mamish a waste. In the earlier generations. Why? Because you're becoming a philosopher. You're becoming a... Okay, so you know a lot. You know your deal, so the It's not going to have any impact on your life. When a chassid would sit and meditate on this for hours, thinking and thinking, and what was the point of the meditation? Not to understand it deeper, but it was to have the das, to feel it, that, he, that, this, that he feels the reality of it. And suddenly the Indian starts becoming so live and suddenly he's, it's as if he's experiencing it. And in that, it's not as if, he starts experiencing it. And then his heart suddenly feels the truth and the reality of it. And then it makes a change in his life. Then it's given. So the Alter Rebbe explains, As long as Eibishter Elokus, Getlachkeit, is only opposite a person's eyes. It's only the Riyas HaSeichel, it's only that the mind's eye sees it. He doesn't have dread of the Ebersht. Ki pachad believe dafka. Because dread is dafka in the heart. 
that it should fall upon a person, a dread and a fear in the revealed part of his heart. Because fear, you might say, Eish, I understand. But how did the Alter Rebbe say earlier? He differentiated between the Moyach and the Leib. Moyach is cold. The physical anatomy of the brain is cold and wet. The heart is hot and drier. But you'll argue and say, okay, love. Love is passion, is fire. But dread? What does dread have to do with the heart? He says, because fire also has the, the qualities. You might think, Farkert, you might think that dread and fear, it's like when a person is very scared, suddenly they go numb. It's a lack of activity. Love is action, fervor, movement, passion, fire. When a person gets, is, is, is dreading, suddenly they, get, they go numb and silence. They can't move. So it's the calmness. But it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's not calm. Even though it's a bitl, but it's, a, it's, not, it's not a calm bitl. Why? It's like, and if you take a look at a fire, fire has two colors in it. There's the whiteness of the fire, and then there's the blueness of the fire. The blueness at the bottom of the fire is indicating the second emotion that's related to fire, which is passion and, and dread. Because pachad is also rooted in the element of fire. It's like the gavin, like the color of the cheles, of the blue that's in fire. Or on a, in a psila, in a wick, you'll see next to, very close to the wick, is a dark color as opposed to the bright color. So the bright color is referring to the chesed element. The dark color is talking about the gevura element. So that's the idea. Tzitzis is meant to get to your heart, to fire up the heart of a yid. Gilu yalokus that reaches the heart. Responding in two ways. In tcheles and in lava. Okay, but now is a very important idea. When we're talking about visualization experiencing the Eivishter. So we know in Tanya, the Alta Rebbe says, when you're trying to, when you're trying to really, when you, I don't remember in what context he's saying it, uh, Perik, um, in the Mems over there, the Alta Rebbe wants to tell you how a person can bring himself to love and to fear. So one of the things he says is that you should create a visualization. You should, you should visualize and, and imagine like you're seeing. You're seeing how, whatever, was a Lushan over there. You're seeing, you're visualizing that the world is being created from nothing. Something, I don't think so. I think it's something else. But Al Kaponim, he's talking about that kind of visualization is the person is creating. He says, Tzitzis is not a, a you're, a, you're bringing yourself, you're producing this vision. This is the Abishter is Mashpia, this vision into you. He says, Tzitzis is, is Lushan, is feminine Lushan. It's that the person is macabre. You're being shown something. It's not that you're seeing. Someone is opening your eyes to see. Someone is making you see. That's the thing. You're receiving the vision as opposed to conjuring up the vision. It's being, it's being shown to you. Because Knesset Yisrael 
is receiving this ha'odah, this ray, from the soiv of kolalma. That means, in other words, the abishter that is encompassing and bigger and higher than you, and therefore outside of your consciousness, you're not in a, is flashing light and making you see him. Like it says, that it simply means that Hashem is peeking through the cracks. But the deeper meaning is not that He's not peeking and seeing us. Means He's flashing His light to you through the cracks. You, a person has big walls. The world itself, the creation is, is big. The Indian of Olam of the world is a wall, a big wall that's blocking a person's perception of seeing the Abish there. So what does the Abish to do? There's a crack there, and the Abish to flashes a light through the crack, the crack to get the person's attention. Matis, matis, loshen mafil. The Abishter is being mafil the Ria. He's causing the vision. The loshen zachar. It's it's masculine. How would you say matis in matzitza? I don't know how you would say it in, in feminine, but matis is a loshen zachar. Why? Because it's coming from the mashpia to the makam. Tzitzis is us receiving that flash. The loshen zachar mashpia. The Abishter is affecting and shining this ray into Knesset Yisrael. That they should have this Arab is Galos Every day the Abishter flashes the tzitzis at you. When you're putting on tzitzis, it's the Abishter flashing his emas to you through the tzitzis, and the Abishter wants it to reach your heart. Bezgalos said that this ha'odah should be shining to the point that the heart should see. Umargish, and so that you should respond, you should feel it. Umispoil, and you should get excited. Betagbudis yisoy do eisha lekisha benefshalikis. With the intensification of the fiery element of the godly soul. Fahainu, but how does the Abishter get to your neshama? Al yedei charakim v'chaloinais. You first have to have some cracks in your wall. If chas v'shalom, a person doesn't have a very person is created big, 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 big walls. And those walls of ego, of self-importance, don't have any cracks. So there's no room for the Abishta to get in. So there needs to be some cracks in a person's ego, in a person's sense of whatever. And daf, that's what we always find. We don't need it anymore. Sometimes a person goes through a hard time, suddenly they're, they're, when they're, the word, things of Yiddishkeit speak to them. Until then, there's a certain stiffness. And there was a little bit of a crack. Oh, can I do it again? The Knesset Yisrael has been cracked enough. We don't need any more cracking. But there's enough cracks already. But in any case, which is a broken heart, and a broken spirit. As it says, the Abish says, at least open me up a little crack. Make for me a little. You have to open up. Make, break your. stated elsewhere. What does that really mean? It means the light of Avar Rabbah. We learned in Chassidus in many places. We learned it last week. We learned it by the Bnei Gershom. We learned Mamish this Indian. That there's two levels of love we learned. There's love, love called Avas Oilam. A person doesn't have an inspiration. You're opening up in the morning, you're coming into shul, you're sitting down, you're taking out a talus, you're tefillin, or you're whatever, you're taking out your siddur, you're going to daven. The hasta you don't have with what to daven with. There's no excitement. 
So what you do is you start thinking. You take out a chassidish sefer first, and you learn a little chassidish, you learn something, so you have a little bit what to think about. And then you start meditating in the words. Hopefully you start getting an awareness of the Abish to get excited. But then that ava that's coming is an ava that's created from a person. It's coming from the... From, it says that we always have to do that. We have to create... It says that even though fire in the base of English, even though fire came down from above, you first have to create your own fire. Mitzvah lehevim and ahed yet. You have to bring fire from your own. Once you do that like in the Mizbeach, you put the fire down, suddenly a fire from above came down to match your fire. So it says like this. The fire that a person creates from within himself as he creates that fire... It's, 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 it's that, that's not the real love. Because then you're loving God with a very finite love. But when a person is zoiche, that the Eberster sends down a, a, a fire from above, that means the Eberster's love to us is suddenly felt inside the Neshama. And what does that do to the Neshama? It adds powerful, powerful kerosene. And suddenly that little fire of the Neshama suddenly explodes like an incredible inferno, like a, like a volcano. Why? And now you're loving the Abishter, not with human love, but with godly love. And that's called Avarab. Last week we learned that the avoid these two types of love, and the Chibur of them, B'nai Gershon did that, and we learned that it's really rooted in the Kayin Gadol and, and Aaron. That's the idea of Balois Chesaneros. When Aaron would come and light the Nedos, he would bring Avarab, fire from above. That's, the, by the way, the difference between, it says there are two Royim, that are both related to love. Avram Avinu is related to love, and Aaron Akain is related to love. What's the difference between Avram Avinu and Aaron? Why do we need two Royim, two, two, two shepherds that are constantly nurturing our souls with love? So it says there's two levels of love. Avram Avinu was a philosopher, was a thinker. He came to know Hashem through his own research. Afterwards, the Abraham was Nizgala to him. So therefore, Avram Avinu gives us the Koyach for meditation. Avram Avinu gives you Vayashkem Avram Baboiker. Avram Avinu gives you the Koyach in the morning. There's no inspiration. You from within yourself should be able to get to a state of Avas Oilam loving the Abish. Once Avram Avinu finishes his job, that's interesting. I saw such gewalding in Yonim. Once Avram Avinu finishes his job, where's Avram Avinu's avoid to stop? It says, Avram, all of his life, Holach Venesoya. What did we say earlier? What, is, what, is, what does fire do? It makes you restless, you're passionate. So Halach Venesaya, Avram was always moving, 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 but how far did Avram reach? Hanegba, until the south. South is love, chesed. That's the, because south is on the right side. When you're facing east, which is the front, south and the, so it's chesed. So Avram reached the highest pinnacles of love that could be created from within the worldly experience. That's where he reached Hanegba. Where Avram ends, that's where Aaron starts. When you reach the peak of what you can create from within your own soul. Why? Where was the Menoida? The Menoida was on the south of the... Of the so you're already, on the, uh, you're already in the south. You're already there. You're already Haneg, but you're at the peak where Avram can bring you. Now the Koyin Gadol walks in. He's the Koyin Gadol. He's the channel to channel God's love to your soul. And he ignites your soul now with love infinitely bigger than you could have ever created. By the way, that's why both Avram and Aaron have the word Har inside their name. Because in, in, in Hasidus, we learned it last week, Har represents love. But, but Aaron Akoy, we learned last week in the Mimer, he's buried Bahoir Har on a mountain on top of a mountain. It's the second level of love. It's the love that's, that's, that's infinite, that's coming from above. So he says, this is the idea of Tzitzis. Tzitzis is not 
it's a godly love that's meitzitz, that's being nishpa to a person, to fire him up with a fire of a lakus that's bigger than human, what the human mind can create. So he says, And the koyin gadol taka, Aaron wore the tzitz, same word like tzitzis. That's why Aaron wears a tzitz, which tzitz and tzitzis is the same thing. When he wore that tzitz, he's, Aaron walked around the base of Migdash zapping everybody with love. That's what it was, like a spiritual zap. And this is the light of this great love. That comes from above. That's Aaron. The problem is you can get electrocuted. Such love, it can burn you up completely. That's why this love has to come through Aaron's beard. The beard is a, is a very small, narrow, little tube, a channel, through which Aaron's energy can reach a person. Because if you would touch Aaron not through his beard, fartik. I'll tell you a story. Talk about t- touching. There's a fellow whose name is Avi Taub. I got to know him recently. And I'm going to verify the story from him. I didn't verify. I can do it tonight I'm on a WhatsApp. He's in Eretz Yisrael. So um, he um, was involved in fixing the, the kvarim of the, of the, of the Chabad Rabbeim. The Rebbe sent him. Him and David Nachshon to the kvarim in Eretz Yisrael to fix the kvarim. So a, fr- a good friend of his heard it from him himself, relate the story. In 1987, he went to Hadich, where the Alter Rebbe is. Now, if he went to, ever went to Hadich, down, 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 steers, and the Alter Rebbe is like in a forest at the bottom. So he went down, 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 and it was the middle of the winter. And those in 1987, there wasn't yet stairs. There was nothing. It was like a slope. And it was very, very dangerous. It was very low, hard to, the winter specialist. He went down there. The other guys went up already. He decided he wants to say more to him. So he's standing there saying to him, and I guess it was snowing already before, but it started snowing like crazy. Mamish, and he wasn't dressed as Israeli, he's not used to such cold. He wasn't dressed the way he should be. Suddenly he starts to want to wait, make his way up, and he can't go up. He can't move, because the, the, the snow literally hit him, Mamish, up to his, to his like, hips, and he couldn't move. He couldn't walk. He feels like he's frozen. And stay dark, and he's standing over there, he can't move. And he, realized, and he starts screaming, help, whatever, screaming, it, and no one hears them. They're in the car, they're probably listening to music or something. They're all the way on the top and garnished. And they don't know. And he feels that any minute, he realizes he's going to faint, he's going to die and finish. He sees himself, I came in for a shlichus of the Rebbe to do something, and this is where I'm going to die. He suddenly, suddenly, in his mind, he envisioned that he's in the Rebbe's room. And he's talking to the Rebbe. And he says, Rebbe, like, are you kidding with me? You sent me here. This is what, this is what you really planned. This is what you, you figured, how am I going to get Taub exactly over there? <laughs> this is, what, is this the Kavan? Is this what you want? And suddenly, this is the story. He says the Rebbe was physically there in, in Hadid, standing next to him. And the Rebbe stretches out the hand, his hand to him. And here's a chassid. He says, <laughs> chassidim don't give a hand to the Rebbe. So the Rebbe is like, gives him his hand the second time. He goes, so the Rebbe shows him the garital, and he tells him like to take on to the garital. So he takes a hold of the garital, and the next thing he knows, he's by the car. He has no idea what happened. He's by the car on the top, he gets into the car as I was in. He explains it, that the garital represents the Rebbe's inyanim, the things that you become a kusher through it. And yeah, it means that the Rebbe was telling him, hold on, be a kusher to me and, my, and what I stand for. But that's the idea, that what, why am I saying that? That you touch the tzaddik's hand is already it's a whole different story. <laughs> Aaron, you can't touch. You you can touch the hair of his beard. That's that's where the channels come through, through the gartel, through the. Anyway, Aaron, Aaron, 
And it's interesting. It says in, in the Mimer of Yikach Koirach that the, which is next week's Mimer, has all to do with tzitzis. It says that the beard is the same idea as, as I'm sorry, as, as tzitzis. Tzitzis is called, also called hair. Vayikacheni betzitzis reishi. Tzitzis is called hair. So the tzitzis is the same concept as the hair of the beard. But it's the beard of Aaron. V'ayim yipri etzchayim shara tzitzis perigil. V'ayim yipri etzchayim what we based on what we wrote that the great love of Aaron these are the strands of the tzitzis in Kenyuvan it's understood comes out that the garments of Aaron Okay, the next piece we will only understand by looking further. So let's continue further. But why do we leave off? We left off that the whole idea of the tzitzit is it's the Abishter beaming light to a person from amongst the darkness to bring you to be aware of him and what way that it reaches your heart so that you can respond to him with love and with fear. But now, but the Abishter says, I need a crack. I need a place to enter. I can't shine my light if you're blocking. And this is, hear this. Knesset Yisrael says to the Abish, it says in the Pesach, the Abish says, if you look in Shira Shirim, the Abish is knocking on the door, he says, open up. And, and, and the bride, the whole story of Shira Shirim is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a groom and a bride. And the groom comes to see his kala, and, 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 she, and he says, open the door for me. And she says, I'm already in bed. I'm already, I'm in my pajamas. I can't come. This is what he says to the Yebishter. I've already removed my, my clothing. How can I get dressed again? I've washed my feet already. I'm going to step back on the floor and get my feet dirty already. I'm already, uh, I, had my, I had my shower already. You know? <laughs> How many times the Yebishter come knocking on our doors and we tell them this answer, right? I'm in bed already, please leave me alone. This is the answer of the Jewish people. The Ebrister says, The Ebrister says, The Ebrister so badly wants to enter into your heart in order that the light of the Ebrister should be able to shine in the revealed part of a person's heart. It's in order that there should be Pischili, you should be open. All a person needs sits, this is the Ebrister's work. As we said earlier, it's him shine. It's not your work. You don't have to do anything. But you have to be a recipient to be able to receive it. So for that, you need two bechinois in order to be able to be a keli to receive the tzitzis. What are they? Number two things. el Number one, you need to get you need to get dressed. And number two, you have to get your feet dirty. You have to be willing to get your feet dirty. You say, what does that mean? Because that's what Knesset Yisrael says. Knesset Yisrael says, I can't get my feet dirty. I've already removed my garment. I can't get dressed. So what are these two in Yonim that, that we're resisting? The Ebershter wants us to do that. But we're resisting dafka these two things. I can't get dressed anymore. I've already gotten undressed. I can't get dressed. I can't put my feet down on the ground. What does that mean? So he starts with the second Indian. When we say, how can I get my feet dirty? It means uliyos mamare dechushbena is for a person to be from mare dechushbena. Mare dechushbena means masters of accounting. Taloshin from Zoyar. When the Zoyar says lachshoyv, the Zoyar says that the word yidden, special yidden, they were masters of accounting. It means they made a cheshbena nefesh all the time. 
for a person to think, when a person does a serious scan of every thought, speech, and action that was not good, forget about it, I quit already now. Imagine, imagine to have a calculate one time, six months ago on Tuesday, I had up some mashav, I thought. Here we're talking about people that are record, record keepers. They keep record of all thoughts, speech, and actions that were not good. From the day he was born, like the Holy Tzaddik, Rebbe Lamelech of Lezensk, once saw a little baby, once saw a little baby, um, what's it called again? His anakal was hitting his mother. The mother was taking, was hitting the mother. And now Melech suddenly got like, whoa, he couldn't believe it. Ah, a baby hits a mama. A mama, he hits a kibbutz of a murder. And he, and he like was, was beside himself. And Rabbi Melech's mother said, you did the same thing. You know, you also did it. He couldn't believe it. The next thing they knew, Rabbi Melech was in the, was in the mikvah where they were hiding and eating the thing. He put his hands into the coals to burn his hands for a kapara. So this whole story is about what happened. It was a nace. Ramelech had one hand that was a baby hand. Because his hand returned afterwards. The whole miracle it was that his hand was like solid. Was, was, and he, he burnt because his hand, I mean, Sadiqim, they, they, they had nothing else to do tshuva for. But for when he was a little baby at that point. So these are people that what? That miyoy meyoy Baruch Hashem, we don't have to search so far back. Every person can think within the last half an hour. Let's just take a half an hour. Even the chatos of Nurim. That the Alter Rebbe is talking about the chatos Nurim that once, that, that, that for these people, they only did it when he was very, very Nurim. But chas v'shalem, when a person has not gotten out of the Nurim yet, sadly. It's not enough this that a person, that person says, well, why do I have to think about these Avedas from such an early time? I've already been a scharet. I've already did, did charot. I have already done tshuva then. Lechen ksiv, and that's why we say already, I've already washed. I've already taken care of business. I've already done tshuva on them. I've already cleaned my feet. I already washed. I've already done tshuva. How am I going to make them dirty again? It means I'm going to put myself through those... That, that hardship, I don't want to feel that again. I don't want to feel the contrition and the regret. Because everybody likes to feel, you know, so, so nice about themselves. And now I'm going to have to suddenly re, uh, re-examine my ugliness. And what's the point? How can I again embarrass myself? And to get my... To, re, to, to re, get my feet dirty again, which means to remind myself again... A lie upon me. Who wants to go through this tshuva process? You know, Shoshana Yim Kippur, you have no choice. You know, so it's the last minute, you know, we're not going to do it. So you have to go through and do this uncomfortable experience of tshuva. But as Zoya says, I did it already. And what does it mean I washed my feet? What's the feet? Feet, he says, that's your sense of comfort. Because your feet is like you have like a your feet is what will hold you up. So you have a certain sense of like importance. Oh, I'm a good person, I'm a fine this, I'm a... You have like a certain self-image that makes you stand upon yourself to feel... And the person doesn't want to make that dirty. I don't want to make that murky. Now, I just say this is going to lead me to the, lead you to the depression. This doesn't lead to depression. This leads to a broken heart 
which this broken heart creates the cracks. Once a yid has a, has a broken, soft heart, then the Abishtah can penetrate, then godliness can come through. But when a person has a certain um, inflated self-image of self-importance, that doesn't allow the Abishtah to come through. Hold on. It's what stands the godly soul. He has to keep the, the in front of his eyes all the time. And a person should always be um, uh, disgusted with his, with her, his or her mistakes and hers and her previous behavior to bring a person to that broken heart. So that's the Indian of Atanfe. That is necessary, a soft heart. But there's another Indian. And here's the second thing. You also need to be dressed. You need to have a lavush. In order to be able to have the tzitzis, the meitzitz, the eivishtis pischili, which is the tzitzis, why? Because tzitzis are fringes, but the fringes come from something. You can't have just, if someone is holding tzitzis, it's not a mitzvah. The tzitzis have to come from a beggar. So there has to be a lavush, a, a lavush. There has to be a garment from where the tzitzis comes from. What's the garment from where the tzitzis comes from? al and the bechina of dressing itself up, yuvan bahagdem will be understood first. Maimer rizal about a maimer of chazal. Chazal says as follows: Tov tov kuf tes vov tfilois keminyan veschan on eschan and Moshe she ekanes laaretz. Moshe Rabbeinu pleaded with God five hundred and fifteen tfilois to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. Why? What was so good about Eretz Yisrael that Moshe has to go there? The Gemara says, does Moshe Rabbeinu need the fruits of Eretz Yisrael? Is that what really he was thinking about? Because Moshe Rabbeinu appreciated that in Eretz Yisrael is where you can do physical mitzvahs. That you were commanded. You can't, most of the physical mitzvahs you can't do only in Eretz Yisrael. Because the physical mitzvahs that apply outside of the land of Israel, for instance, like Tfilin or Tzitzis or Shabbos, Tzedakah, Kibbutz of Aim, all these mitzvahs. It's about a fifth of the 248 mitzvahs. Imagine, four-fifths of Yiddishkeit we don't do today, outside of Eretz Yisrael. The Arab Hayadis and the four portions is only it's interesting last week we also learned about four hands yad yad anyways um, but in any case the four hands of mitzvahs are only and most of them even in Eretz Yisrael don't apply today only when the Beis HaMikdash was standing like the sacrifices and the like okay so that's why Moshe Rabbeinu so urgently wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael but I don't understand. Well, I haven't understand. I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu is the peak of spirituality. Moshe Rabbeinu is the peak of chachma, fear of God. Talk about godly experience and the highest levels of love and fear and, and bittel and the like. So why is he so adamant that he has to shake a lulav? I mean, a lulav he can shake in the midbar. But how is Moshe Rabbeinu so adamant that he has to give truma and meiser and leket and shikha and all these mitzvahs? But the answer is, the highest godliness is dafke in the low physical mitzvahs. 
Based on the rule, not tchilasam b'soifam, that the highest, the deepest is wedged in the beginning. The abishter is highest. The essence of God, dafka manifests in physical earth. But in order to connect to that, but you can walk on the physical, no, no, no. In order to connect, you have to do the mitzvah with the physical, and then you unleash the, 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 the power of the abishter that's dafka in physicality. And that power of Abish that's in physicality is the essence of the Abishter, much higher than the revelation of the Abishter in the higher spiritual worlds. And Moshe Rabbeinu knew the secret of the physical. It says in Medrash that Moshe Rabbeinu, it's a fascinating Medrash, the dialogue that the Abishter has with Moshe Rabbeinu to get him to pass away. Moshe doesn't want to. He's arguing. This tough kuf tazvav too, the end of Azay Sabrach, it's a fascinating Medrash. Moshe Rabbeinu pleads with the Abishter and he says, please God, let me stay alive. If not as a human, let me be a bird. Let me be a... It's like you wonder. Like, what is he expecting? He's going to Olam Haba. He's going to the eyes. Moshe Rabbeinu knows the secret of the physical world. He wants to just be in the physical world because he knows there's something so precious. The Ebershtat Oiskegos, like the Rebbe Rashab once, once, once rolled up his, hand, his sleeve and he said, of them goof, of the Ebershtat Oiskegos, and the Ebershtat poured out 613 commandments because of, to bring out the godliness that's in the physical body. So this is the idea. It says, it's going to be a great tzedakah. When we're going to observe to keep all the mitzvahs. Now, what do you see from there? That all the mitzvahs are called tzedakah. All mitzvahs are called tzedakah. That's stage, stage number one. Number one is every mitzvah is called tzedakah. But what's the parallel between tzedakah and all mitzvahs? Now, what do we know about tzedakah? Tzedakah is considered a garment. Where do we know that? It says, Levushay tzedakah. Kemar kemaimer, like it says, Levushay tzedakah, Hashem's garment is tzedakah. E kemaimer, razal al posuk. And like Chazal say on the posuk, Ukebeg get edyom kol tzedkoseinu. And like a beged of an ornament. Edyom, I think over here, means ornament. Kol tzedkoseinu is all of our tzedakah. So the Chazal say, Ma beged zeh, kol nima venima metzarefes lebeged gadol. Just like a, a baguette is made up of what? Of a bunch of threads. What do you think about a garment? You have an entire, a garment is very chashim. A beautiful dress, a beautiful suit. But you think about what you started with? Little threads. Each, on the, each thread on their own has absolutely garnished, no significance. Put it all together, it becomes tremendous. Of tzedakah, kol pruta pruta. You give little acts of tzedakah all day long, a penny here, a nickel there, a dime over there. But tzedakah, the chesh bin gadol, becomes a big chesh or whatever. That's what it says. So just like, so you see there's a parallel between, you see that Chazal Dafka used for tzedakah the marshal of a beged, because tzedakah is a beged. So too, all mitzvahs are called tzedakah, they're all a beged. The whole name of a nima. Oh, in tzedakah you have every penny you put in the pushka. But in a mitzvah, in another mitzvah, what, 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 are, what, is, that, what is that that we say, nima venima, every thread? Because every mitzvah is, is, is made up from a bunch of halachis. So the, the details of the halachis. Which it says are like, like Chazal say, like mountains that are hanging on, on hears. But starts in the Chesh bin Gadol, it all comes together to a Chesh bin Gadol. What does it mean, Chesh bin Gadol? What's Gadol? What's the Chesh bin Gadol? Makif is soyviv. Cheshbin, Godel, what's Godel? Godel is referring to Godel Hashem Amahulam Me'oid. The Abishter is great, 
and he's very, very praised. Godol Hashem. So what does Godol Hashem mean? We learned earlier the Ebrish does Mamala Kalalman and Seviv Kalalman. So Mamala Kalalman, the Ebrish contracts himself to be small. That's not Godol. We learned it's the, it's the, it's the Teichen of today's Chitas. Of today's Tanya, the Alter Rebbe says that because the world are finite, so the Koyach Eloki, that's, that's Mamala, the world is also a finite, or at least expressing itself in a finite way. But the Soiviv Kalalman is the Ebrishter's godless, the Ebrishter as he is. So Chazal is saying, how do you access the Godoy Lavaya? Not a limited perception of God, but how do you access the Ganser Ebrishter? The whole God, the Ebrishter as he is truly? Dafka mitzvahs ma'asiyahs. Physical mitzvahs, dafka in them is enclosed Hashem himself. Torah itself, the understanding of, the mitzvah of Torah is also a mitzvah but not the mitzvah of Torah. The understanding of Torah is a godliness that's measured because you're taking in Torah little thoughts that was what you're comprehending, what you're understanding. But in the mitzvah is that Ebrister himself. That's why we always say in Chassidus, we've learned many times that mitzvahs, how many mitzvahs are there? 613. Together with the seven mitzvahs that are born on, the 620, Gematria Keser. Keser is the all-encompassing infinite light of the Ebrister. Which is the Makiv and the Soiviv Kalaman. That which you can't fathom. Okay. And it says in the Pasuk, but here's the secret. Where a person cannot find the Maisa that God did, that the Ebrister did, from the beginning to the end. What does that mean? The Kavana of creation was the person should not understand the power of Maisa, the power of action. No, I'm sorry, I read it a little wrong. The person should not really. The Abishta created the world basically. The Abishta created the world in a confusing way. That we don't really appreciate what's really great and what's really small. What's the beginning and what's the end? What's the meaning? What does that mean? Because basically, our value system that we have, we have a certain value system in which we, when we set certain values, and if you speak to a philosopher, he would tell you, the human, the animal, yeah, the vegetable, and a stone, stama, stama, loser. There's no mila to it. And that's the way it is, mitzad, human thinking. To all the Abish to reveal to the Arizal, or Zoyar, or whatever, or the Baal or whatever it was, that no, 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 no. The Ikir Kavana and the Ikir power is in the Gashmis. But Matzad, our perception and our evaluation, we, we get it all wrong. Shaharei, the Madrego Maila Sabria, according to the value and estimation of creation, Shehi Doimim Tzamea Chaim the inanimate, the vegetation, the animal, and the human. Harei Adam, Shuha Medaber, the Adam who is the Medaber, Ube Maila Madrego Gavoya, he's on a very high level. He's much higher than everything else. And we see literally. But we see an interesting thing. If the human is such a knacker, if the human being is such a macher and such a great guy, 
How come he can't sustain himself without everybody else? He needs the vegetable, he needs the animal, he even needs the, the inanimate. But the interesting thing is, the inanimate doesn't need the human. He can live a very good life without him. So what do you see? It, it, the one that needs the other means the other one supports him. says In order to enliven his body, he needs memine machal, he needs types of food. Habalchai coming from the animal. And even from vegetation, inanimate. Kamoy melach, he needs, he, what do you see that a person has to come on to the mineral? Salt. You ever thought about that? Sit down to a plate of food. Sit down to a plate of food and have a little conversation. See who the needy one is. See who the needy one. The food says, I don't need you. And the person needs it. The food doesn't need the person. And the person needs the food. And on the contrary, that is offer earth. The earth creates the gives you the tzemeach, which is the bread. And all types of vegetation. It doesn't need the, the vegetation, but the vegetation needs it. To enliven the person. And why is that? That which was created last, which is meaning, and it wasn't physically created last because the Abish created earth, but Saif Maisa means that which is the end of Oilam Asiya, which is the lowest form of existence. Earth is Mahshava Tchila, is, 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 is wedged and it's not, meaning it's, it's, it's in, the, in, the, in the thought, it's number one. So it, Dafke in it is connection to the primordial beginning, to the very, very beginning. Same idea is also conveyed in this idea of Sefer Yitzira, that the beginning is wedged in the end, and the end is wedged in the beginning. Because just like the Abish, there is Ein Soif, that's why the Abish's actions don't even have a Soif. So what do we mean by that, I think? So what is the Abish? There is a Soif. The Abish creates all the worlds, and finally, he creates the, the earth. It's the last and final creation. It's the lowest. But if, they, if the world, if, the, if there's no safe, ah, no, no, the earth is not a safe. Because the earth can create infinitely. Suddenly, the koyach to create, yesh me'ayin, to go on and to create and create, comes dafka in the earth. So really, even as pu'ulis, ain't lam safe. They keep on, on creating. Kikol um, b'chinabi, and in a sense, but now he doubted that learns, if he has kikol Again, um, I exp- I said that what the of Einlam Soif that you see when the Abishta creates Earth, it can continue creating. But the Altar doesn't say that. I'm sorry, The idea that it doesn't have a Soif erase what I said before. Maybe it's true too, but that's not what it says over here. because every level Everything that you want to think that it's the Soif. Maybe it is a little bit what I said. You think it's the Saif, and in a sense, that becomes the Rosh. You can say on it that it is Taka also the Rosh. It is the beginning. Fisha Be'emes in truth. In other words, whatever you look at as the lowest is really the most important, the most powerful. Fisha Be'emes, because in truth, that's what you find in the world. Everything in this world is give and take. Everybody's a mashpia and everybody's a makabal, like it says, because since, ah, you see, even though the Abish created a mugbal digal world, the Ab, since God is the artist, 
there is a there is a reflection of the artist in the art. And the reflection of the art artist in the art is that since the artist is Ainley Saif, Ainley Tchila ve Ainley Saif, there is a, a that reflects in his art that to it Ainley Tchila ve Ainley Saif. What's the Ainley Tchila ve Ainley Saif in the art, in the creation? Is that everything in this world that you think is last is a mashpia to other things. So it's Rosh. So you can't point to anything and say it's Rosh and Saif. And everything has a Rosh and a Saif. In that sense, Gashmias has something very, very powerful. The kachu in Yibchenas Levushim, and therefore, Dafke in mitzvahs, Dafke the physical mitzvahs, which are actions. Luchura, they're very, very low. A person looks at it and says, all oh, spirituality, this is the chepis. Davening, Ava Vayira, that's something. But a physical act of a mitzvah with a Gashmias thing, thing, what's the value of that? The kachu in Yibchenas Levushim, Sham mitzvahs, Maisis, which is the physical mitzvahs, Anal. Uklulason, why they called levushin? Because as we said earlier, through the, through the physical mitzvah, the person is garbing himself. The person is getting dressed in the ultimate garment. What's, the, what's a garment? A garment is that what surrounds. The person is taking to himself the garment of what? Of the soiv of Kalama, the Ebershter himself that's surrounding the person. Uklulason, and the general is Maiset Tzedakah. The Fishu, why is tzedakah considered the clolius of all the mitzvahs? Because it has tremendous amount of physical exertion in it. Talking about the Milo physicality. Fishu noisin meyegia vaamoloi asher omo bechol koichois gufai. Guf is very important. Every mitzvah has a little bit of your physicality in it. But tzedakah has your entire physicality. Why? Because in order to make this money, you exerted all your physical strengths to make the money. So you put yourself, your, all of these physical kaychas into the money. Now you take that entire chunk of physicality that summarizes the sum totality of all your physical muscles and sinews of your body. All the physical flesh, everything in your body that went into making this, into this money. And you give that to the Abish there, you're revealing the godliness of the body, of the physical body. That's why it's called Stam Mitzvah. is stated elsewhere. So what does it say? Your tzedakah is going to walk before you. And what is it going to do? And the covet of the Ebershter, here's the secret word. As a result of the tzedakah, it will go before you. And the glory of God, Yosfech, will, t- will gather you in. What does that mean? Kavoidu pchenas levush. Kavoid Hashem Yosfech means a garment of God. Where do you find that Kavod is a levush? Rabbi Yochanan used to say, didn't call, the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan didn't call his garments. Garments, he called them mechabduse. Let me put on that which honors me. We called his shirt or his garments Mechabdusa. So now that we say that, Kvoid Hashem means the garment of the Ebishter, Yaosfech will gather you in. It's taking the Nishama of the person and absorbing it into Elokus. To surround it, to encompass the Nishama. From all the sides. And now, the nisha, and now this godliness of the mitzvahs 
becomes a shield or a master and a a a a protection. Kebeged like a garment sheshamroi that protects the person minatzina from cold. Like it says, Hashem Shemrecha, Hashem is your guard, Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem is your tzail, He's your shadow that goes around you. Sham mitzvis maisiyos, and dafka because liyosam pchenas doimim, dafka because they're inanimate, pchenas asiyah gashmias, have the quality of the soiviv kalalvin. Because you would, mitzadam amal, put it this way, mitzadam amal kalalvin, from the Abishta's light that gives life to everything accordance to its level. The most diminished godliness is in a stone. The most ge- diminished godliness is in the is in the physical. Where is the mamala kalaman more expressed? The more sophisticated something is, which means the more spiritual something is, the more godly revelation. But that's only a little tiny ray of Hashem. That's not him. The soil of kalaman is the abishter as he is in his infinite. That is olam hafuch is a total opposite. In the physical dafka is where that is hiding. Atokel mistater, the Ebishter is hiding in his very self, dafk in the physical. So by doing mitzvahs, you're tapping in and unleashing the power of the, of the soiv of Kalama that's in the mitzvahs and encompassing your soul. That's why they're called the lavush. Now, now the Rebbe says, the Alter Rebbe says, this doesn't only apply to the physical mitzvah. It also applies to learning Rambam or learning all halachis. And because what are you doing when you're learning halachis? You're learning, you're learning all the halachis in Shas. You're learning the Ebersh Tizratzen as it is manifest in physical actions. It's a physical dispute between two people. Today we're learning a Ramam about an Aveda, someone loses, a head, a Geshef, this, that. So these are all physical stories. And you're learning, you wonder, like, especially a, a more spiritual soul wants to learn Chasidah soul. Day. Doesn't want to learn Gemara. Doesn't want to learn these halachis that you have to like enter your mind into these petty little physical arguments that I say, why do I have to do this? No, no, no. Why? Since it's physical, in comparison to fear of God and love of God, which is a spiritual experience. Therefore, now here's the thing. In the fear and in the love, you only have the mamalakalamah. Because the fear and the love is, how does fear and love come from? As we spoke earlier, from what you perceive. From what, unless you're being feared and loved from the side of Kalam. That's a different story. That's the Abishter jolting you with fear and love. We're talking about the ordinary fear and love, Avis Hashem, Yiris Hashem, that the person's creating. That's coming from your narrow perception of, of Gedlachkai, which is only, you can't perceive the side of Kalam, you can perceive only the Malakalam. So that's the godliness of your year of Ava. But the act of a mitzvah is infinitely greater because the godliness that's in the mitzvah is not your conjured godliness that's coming from your appreciation. The act, it's the Ebersh, it's Getlach Kait of the, it's the Ebersh Tzeratzen. That's why when someone has a, str- the al is really dealing with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with, with, the al was surrounded by Chassidim that were extremely spiritual people. And they would, they would much rather revel in, in their Ava the year all day than have to, Plug the, the 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 intricacies. It was always a danger once the Hasidic movement began, and we started firing up the souls of people who stopped learning Gemara, Rashi, Teisvus, and 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 Shulchanar. Because you 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 is like drugs. It's like you know, the stuff is potent, powerful, out of a year thing. 
But the Alter Rebbe keeps on directing you back to Shulchan Aruch. He keeps on directing you back to, the, to, these, to these halachas. Why? Because that's where it's in Gashmias. And as we said before, the rule is the highest is wedged in the lowest. He says, That's where the makif is. It says in the Pasuk, So Ava Vayira, that's your Torah. Meaning, it's your godliness. This is the locus that's indicative of what your panemius is. Like it says, Zeus is fear. We spoke about this last week. Zeus is fear. Zeus is fear. That's the Torah. The ain't Zeus. Eliyira kenoida as it is known. Bezeus yaveyara. So Zeus is fear. That's your panemius. Your avaviyira. But what's your makifim? Your makifim are the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are your makifim. Which the fear, oh, we're going back. What are we saying now? The person's avaviyira, that means your conscious experience of godliness that's translating into avaviyira, that's panemius. And that's why it's like a reflecting, what did we say earlier? Tzitzis is just a tiny what? A tiny little thread. But then there's the entire garment from where the thread comes from. What's the garment from where the thread comes from? What's the garment? That's the Saiv of Kalam. The Saiv of Kalam is a ginormous Abishter. The Abishter as he is. That's where in the physical mitzvah, the Tcheles and the Lavan of the Tzitzis, the blue and the white of the Tzitzis, that's the Giloi of a Lokus that's coming to you from the mitzvah that you did. The Saiv of Kalam, the Abishter himself, is in the mitzvahs. Tzitzis is a little conscious revelation. No, it's a little, a little minuscule revelation from that greater divinity to inspire love and fear. Through the fear of God, Nikva Beleva Adam should be etched in the heart of man. And here's the Nikudah. Remember what we said before, then all this is going back when Knesset Yisrael says to the Abish, what? I can't get my feet dirty. I've already taken off my, I've already washed my feet. That means I can't have a broken heart. I've already done tshuva. I don't want to go through that, that, mortifying, that mortifying experience of tshuva again. I'm done already. I feel good now about myself. I don't want to put myself through that, that, that scrutinizing, demanding thing that's going to make me be heartbroken. Another thing I don't want is already I'm done with gashmias. I'm done with the physical mitzvahs. I'm relaxing now. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have to go chasing after every mitzvah or finish my Rambam. I'm. Re- I removed my garments already. So no, this is, without the garment, you don't have. You can't have tzitzis. Because where is the tzitzis coming from? It has to come from a baguette. That's what Abish says. I need to put on. Just put. Dress yourself with me. So then I can shine my light through the fringe into you. First of all, have, have a doorway open for me to enter into your heart. That's your broken heart. But also, pull, me into, pull yourself into me, which means through getting dressed with me, through doing physical mitzvahs, so that I will encompass you, and then I can shine my, my light, my light. shame, and just like she'ef shaliyah tzitzis b'li beged, and just like you can't have a tzitzis, by the way, we, we went on to the second page now. And just like you can't have a tzitzis without a beged, kach i efshalias avavayira, we can't have love and fear. Beli hakdomis asiyas kolhamitzis. 
you need to be able to do all the mitzvahs. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu so badly wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael, because he knew that the true experience, even of Av of Yira, can't be without the mitzvahs. Which are the makifim and the levushim. From the mitzvah comes the love and the fear. Where do you see that? Yeah, this is such beautiful Pirish. Like it says, Six years you should sow your field. What does that mean? These are the six volumes of Mishnah. Six years means, sow your field means learn, get to the, what's sowing a field? When you sow a field, you put seeds into the earth and you reveal the power of the earth throughout, through the planting of the field. So too, when you learn Shishe Sidre Mishnah, which is Gashmias, which is the Torah of God as it's manifesting in Gashmias, what's that going to do later? Vasaftas Tvuasa, it's going to give you the, the grains, it's going to give you the giloy. And six years you should prune. Tizma, you should prune your vineyard. What is that? Talmud. It's not enough just learning Mishnayas. The Altareb is demanding learning Gemara as well. Six Sedarim of Talmud, six Sedarim of Mishnah. Vasaftas Tvuasa, and what are you going to do? When you are going to learn all these things, then you're going to absorb all the godliness that's in these halachas. V'asafta, you will gather all that godliness into you. You're going to gather into your neshama all that godliness. Kamayim Rezal, as Chazal say, anybody that comes over here, and he has his Talmud. That means you, you took the Talmud inside of you. And after that, and then the covet of the Abishta will be able to gather you in. And with this, we'll understand what Chazal is saying. This is Gavaldik, Shatinik Bebeten Imoi, that the Tinuk, that the that the um the fetus in its mother's womb, Malamda Moise Kalatayra Kula. They teach the Tinoik, the entire Torah, an unborn baby, the unborn fetus, he learns. The, he learns the entire Torah. And afterwards, they make him forget everything. Comes time to give to be born. Comes a malach, and he gives him a little smack on the lips, and that makes the the child forget the whole Torah. As it is known that this famous story with the Belzerebbe just happened in Eretz Yisrael, where there's testimony to that that there was a little kid. That new that new kalatayrakul was a little kid who suddenly started telling people he was like rolling off zoyar and medrashim and when he was as soon as after he started before five years old he was like he was frightened he didn't know what to do and then uh, so they brought him to the Belzer Rebbe the Belzer closed the room with him was in with him and he came out out for guest the Rebbe Taka said once that the Belzer Rebbe is a malach So, um, I'll tell you a Gishmaka story I saw today. A really good story. The story was like this. There's a Yid, his name was Rabshneir Zalman Ashkenazi. See, he was a, his grandson, great-grandson is Ramotl Ashkenazi, who's the Rav of Kvar Chabad. All of Asholem, now he's passed away a few years, two, I think two years ago. Anyways, so the Zayd, his name was Ramosha Ashkenazi, he was a Rav in Tel Aviv, Chabad Rav in Tel Aviv. And his father was Rameir Ashkenazi, and his grandfather was Rabshneir Zalman Ashkenazi. 
So this Rav Shnei Zalman Ashkenazi was an alt- old chassid. When the pre- previous Belzer Rebbe, Rabbi Aaron of Belz, came to Eretz Yisrael, he stayed in this chassid's house. But this, this Chabad chassid, I don't know who made the arrangement, by him he stayed. This Chabad chassid was Mabnei Ali, it was a real chassidish yid, like from the old... Uh, and the Belzer Rebbe enjoyed it tremendously by him. He didn't bother him, he had his quarters, had this and that, and he was there for a while. One time, the Belzer Rebbe says to the Shmei Zalman, he says to him, I asked him about his children, he said he had a son, his name was Mayer, whatever. Mayer was a Sarov in Shanghai during the war. He, he was involved with the, with the, with the, with the, with the Bachrams escaping. There was, there was the Mir Yeshiva and many Chabad Bachram also at that time. The Amshnever Rebbe, there were people that went to Shanghai through the Japanese consulate, the whole story. In any case, this Bachar, um, this, uh, this, 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 so, so the Belzer Rebbe said to him, when, please do me a favor, the Belzer Rebbe said, when your son comes to Eretz Yisrael, please have him come visit me. And then, and then, and then this, the Belzer Rebbe then had left his house already. No, he said that before he left. Fine. So when this mayor Ashkenazi came to Eretz Yisrael, his father said, the Belzer Rebbe asked that you should come see him. Now this Rameir Ashkenazi had some kind of a stroke. He had a stroke that happened before, and and he was he was he wasn't himself. He had he was still uh, recovering from the the brain injury that happened as a result of the stroke. So when he came to Israel, he went to visit the Belzerab. The Belzerab spoke to him. He's doing whatever he said. That's whatever. So the Belzerab said, "Even though I know you don't belong to me, you know you're not my chassid." But I want to give you advice, for, and it's and, it, and if it won't help you, it won't. If it won't help you, but at least as veter nishat, if I remember correctly, even if it's not going to help you, it's not going to harm you. Three things he said. Number one, don't listen to music. Number two, don't eat any milichiks, no dairy food, and number three, don't go to kivrei tzaddik. Don't go to kivrei Okay. He never understood why, but. Belzer never said, has to be. He's accepted upon himself to these things. Fast forward, it's 1950. The previous Chabad Rebbe passes away. And the Chassidim want the Rebbe to become Rebbe. And the Rebbe is refusing. Now, refusing and refusing, refusing the whole year. Mayor Ashkenazi is in New York. And the Seder was in those days, if anybody asked for Yechidus to go into a private for, during the year, the Rebbe accepted the Nasiyas the year later, but anybody that went into Yechidus during that year. Um, would would what's it called again? Anybody that went into Yechidus, uh, that, oh, that year the Rebbe didn't take anybody Yechidus because Yechidus you only go with the Rebbe. The Rebbe would say, go to the oil, get some shver. That's what the Rebbe would say. Go to, go to the oil. Mayor Ashkenazi came and he says he wants Yechidus. The Rebbe said, get some shver. He said, I have a raw from the bells of Rebbe. Kenish came to give the The bell, so the, the Rebbe started inquiring about that, and he told him the story. So the Rebbe said, "What's pshat?" The Rebbe asked him, "What's the meaning of these three haydars?" He says, "I don't know." The Rebbe said an interesting thing, which I never—I heard the story from before, told by Nachman Tversky, who was an anical. His wife is an anical. Nachman Tversky is a, the, the Rachman Strifker Rebbe's son. Um, now he's the brother of the current Rachman Strifker Rebbe. So he relates the story. You can watch it on YouTube. Very gishmak. He tells the story. He's basically saying the Belzerebbe on purposely told him not to give it tzaddikim because the Belzerebbe wanted that that would uh, 
This was the first Yechidus. You'll see in a minute. This is the first Yechidus. So the Rebbe asked him why, why not. So then the Rebbe said to him, interesting. The Rebbe said these words. He's not a Rebbe. You could have asked him for us. So I have a very hard time with that because my family's a Bel Zachsid, which means he's not a Rebbe. The Bel's a Rebbe from all people. It's like, if anybody's looking for an epitome of a Rebbe, maybe the Rebbe meant he's not your Rebbe. Azor, you can't. Or the other interpretation I have is that the Bel Zachsid never referred to the Bel's Rebbe as a Rebbe. They referred to him as Roof, the Bel's Roof. That's the way the way the, way the Chassid, and. What the beer is, I'm not getting into. But he said the Belza is always the Belza roof. While in Galicia, many of the Rabbeim are referred to as the Bob of the roof, the Belza roof. They don't refer to a Rebbe for whatever reason. So that could be, again, I don't have an explanation on that. You could have asked him. And I was, if he's a Rebbe, you can't ask questions to a Rebbe. Why? A Rebbe tells you, yeah, but he's not. You could have asked why. So he says to the Rebbe, uh, no, he didn't say it. He didn't say it. Then the Rebbe said to him, Aber, since given the, the Nafik, since it came out from, from him, you have to, you don't mess with what he told you, so you gotta listen. So he said to the Rebbe, He said to the Rebbe, So the Rebbe took out the garden and put it on, and the Rebbe sat down, and this was the first Yechidis from, from related to the Belzer Rebbe. In any case, why am I telling you the story? Because, oh, I was telling you about the Belzer Rebbe. The Rebbe once, the, 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 our Rebbe met the Belzer Rebbe. The famous story was that the Belzer Rebbe used to give, the Belzer Rebbe never touched anybody, at least in those years. He didn't give his hand. He was very, very holy, and he only gave his hand wearing a, a kind of a glove. Uh, maybe they don't want to electrocute anybody with his holiness, but he gave everybody only. When the, when the Rebbe went by, this is in Berlin, the Belzer Rebbe came to visit Germany, when the Rebbe went by, the Belzer Rebbe took off his glove and gave him his hand, and later he inquired, where is the young man with the warm hand? These were the words. Who is this young man with the warm hand? That's what he wanted. The Belzer Rebbe then, and so the, our Rebbe said about the Belzer Rebbe, Yichab Gizen, I saw him, and he's a tzura without a chaymer. Tzura without a chaymer means that there's no body there, meaning there's no, he's a pure spiritual, he's a sport, pure spiritual being without, in a sense, he's like a ramamalach, a malach. So when a kid, when, you, when, a, when a kid didn't get the, the, the zets from a malach, so you have to take him to a, a current malach. That could be the reason why. Was that they brought him to the Belzer and when he came out, he forgot everything. In any case, back to the thing over here. But the question that Rebbe says is, and we have to ask the question, why do they teach him the whole Torah? Why do they make him forget? If you want him to know the Torah, if you, then if, you, if you don't want him to know it, don't teach it to him. If you want him to know, why make him forget? Allah, so the Rebbe says, the reason why we, make, we, we learn with someone and we make him know the Torah and then forget it is because, the reason we take it is because of the spiritual impact of the Torah. It's, it's not the... It's not the, 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 the idea of him knowing the, the, the halachas. The idea that what's inside the Torah. Inside the Torah is the Abishter himself. You want to give that experience to the child. Why? Because without that hanacha of laying that into his neshama, he would never be able to have avavir and overcome his yetzahara in the life. That got elotzi. We have to give him a head start. 
So we have to illuminate into the child the light of God. It says, for example, it says, the, 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 the Pasuk says that because we were at Har Sinai and we saw God then, it still has an impact on our psyche. Today, thousands of years later, we're still impacted, Yerush Hashem, from the experience of the Abish that we had back then. So in a sense, every person also has to have God vividly, vividly projected into his neshama. And it's not enough, the neshama's experience of the Abish up there in heaven. It needs an extra, in addition to Mashbi and Ayisai and all of that, right before the neshama, while the neshama is already semi-connected to the body. It's not yet attached to the body completely because the child is not born yet. He's semi-connected. You give him a full dosage of Torah into his neshama. So he should have fear of God and love of the Ebeshter. Why? Because what did we say earlier? Where does the fear come from? And the love come from? Fear and, and the love are the tzitzis. They're, the, they're coming from a ray of what is inconceivable and unknowable, which is the lavush. You have a lavush, which is the Abish himself that is unperceivable and therefore unrevealable. Then you have a little ray of that godliness that gives you your panemiastiga godly experience, which is only the tzitzis that's coming from that. So therefore you have to teach him the entire Torah so you give the neshama the lavush. That which will provide a head start on the tzitzis that the child should be able to get. Kula which these are the makif. and from this lavush of kola kula, From that he will still derive light of Hashem and the koyach of love and fear. Then they hit the delete and they make him forget everything. Now it should be your avoid to reclaim that knowledge and that lifchar betoiv to choose good, or else it would. Kemaimer pischili. Now you open up for me. Acha ores haTorah sheira haOreg gedoyla vaAtsuma benishmosay. However, this ray of Torah that was shining a great and powerful illumination of Torah benishmosay in his neshama. Before the neshama has completely settled, settled into the chumriyistiga body, this is what gives koyach and strength. This is what allows him as before because if we would just learn Torah when we're in a body, it's possible that we would block its light completely. But because we had already an illumination before, when the neshama was not yet that, because here's the thing, we spoke about the power of the body earlier, how the body is so powerful, because the Savior Kalam, everything is not, precisely because of that, the body is also very, 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 very powerful in concealing godliness. That's why we have such a hard time to overcome our bodies. The body is like, ah, oh, you can learn so much, and yet the body cannot, why? Because the body is like really super powerful. So if the neshama would not have an experience of blast of godly, godly existence, godly reality, before it's, before it's fully vested in the body, then if you would start programming the neshama with godliness after it's in the body, the body would block it. So that's why you have to have a head start when the neshama is semi-going in, but not yet fully in. 
Kach oira toira. So therefore, shemeir boy oira toira. He anesenes koyach vaoiz. Shemeir bo oira toira. That the light of toira can shine. Achashenes lapsho beguf hachumri. After the neshama becomes fully vested in the corporal body. Shetucha lahapchay. That you should have now the koyach of the toira to be able to convert mechashucha lenuhura from the darkness of the body to light. Al yedei haores oira ava veyira. How are you going to turn it over? See, Torah, and that you're going to learn, has the godliness, but in a concealed way. You're learning physical halachas. That's not impacting you in your consciousness. Through the ha'ora of light, love, and fear, ha'ma'irem meha Torah. The beauty of the tzitzis is that you're conscious of that godliness. As opposed to the rest of the Torah and the mitzvahs that remain a super powerful presence of the divine, but you're not conscious of it because if the Abish is not being mitzamtzim himself into a here, you can't experience it. Through a radiance of light, of love and fear, that are shining from the Torah. The initial imbuing of Torah, of the fire Torah. Even though it's a race, there's a reshimu, there's still a trace of impact left. That should allow the person, even before he relearns the entire Torah, he should already still have from his memory, from his, from, his, from his memory drive, from what's put in there from before, it should still illuminate it in the light of love and fear. From the trace of what was there earlier. That's really that's, that remains after you forgot. That gives you an ability to jumpstart, to be able to work. Obviously, during your life, we learned earlier, the Abish says to the Neshama, get dressed. Meaning, it's not enough to rely on, on, on the Torah that you learned before you came in. Now you have to relearn it again. And now it's going to have, a, once you relearn it, now the, the, then obviously the tzitzis from the Torah, and mitz, the Torah that you're learning now is more powerful and on a, much, on a higher level than the tzitzis from the Torah garment that you had when you were before. It's just at least giving you a head start to be able to get to that. And this is also Gavaldig, and the Pasik says that Tzemach Tzedek relates to this. Well, we learned, by the way, we give a, a, a little, all the parentheses are from the grandson, from the Tzemach Tzedek. The, the, what's not in the parentheses is from the grandfather, from the Altarev. And this is the meaning of draw me after you in a I'm sorry, Moshcheni, pull me. After you, we will run. The king has brought me into his chambers. You look in Shlema Melech and Shira Shira, the sentence is so inconsistent. Moshcheni, pull me. I will run after you. Bring me to your, to your, to your, into your, into your chambers. He's not saying, you brought me. Suddenly, you're turning to past tense, to Lashon Ovar. First, he's saying, Obakasha, a request. Draw me, I will run after you, and I hope that once I come to you, you'll let me into your chambers. The Moshcheni Loshen Lahaba is future tense. The Havieni Loshen Ovar is past tense. The Hevelele Maimarani should have said, Tivieni, you should bring me. Elah Pidish is like this. Nah, Chadara, we went to Cheder already. What's Chadara? We were in Cheder already. The king had brought me already into his inner chamber by teaching me the entire Torah. He let me in already to his inner world. And he's going to explain that Cheder is, he said, bring a kid to Cheder. You're learning in Cheder. Ah, Cheder's not stopped. Cheder is Chesed, 
um, the chilo, which is fear. No, chesed din rachman. That's what it is. Cheder is chesed din rachman, which are the three spheres. When a child is going to cheder, he's going to marinate in chesed gevura and teferes of ilakos. That's what. That's what it's supposed to be. Hopefully, the teacher doesn't ruin it. Let the cheder be a cheder. That's cheder. And that's why it says, now what do we know? We always know that what's the root of the midos? What activates the midos? You can't experience chesed, din, or rachmim without das. Das we know is called maftecha de shit. It's the key to all the midos. Because in order to have any kind of a reaction, if an emotional reaction to something, Whatever it is that you're getting excited about, you have to concentrate and feel it. It has to be very vivid. If the moment the person gets distracted, you'll see, even when a person is, a person gets excited about food, let's say, and it's, a, it's good food, and they're, and they're focused, they're into it, and then suddenly, they got up, they've been waiting all day long for this phone call, not all the all yet, it's like, a, it's like this person they were supposed to meet, and this is their future job, and this is their future everything, and they were trying to make this connection for years, finally they get the call. Suddenly their mind isn't there because they have the call. And even if they're eating, this food is like this, like their best dinner. It's like, this is really, really, really good tacos. Like really good. It's got guacamole and I'll tell you all my tithes, okay? You'll know. And it's like really good. Because my wife made me really good tacos yesterday, by the way. So, and you're really eating these tacos and you're having a geschmack in the tacos. But suddenly you got this phone call because your das now became disconnected. Because you're not focused, you don't have the das connection. Suddenly you can be eating that same food, but you're not, it's not, it's not at all this because, or you got sometimes a very frustrating text, and someone like whatever, and you got, you got suddenly got so like upset and so like, and suddenly that, that, because the thing is when your mind is not there, then the midas aren't there. Midas can only be with mind connection. So das is the secret for the midas. Ubedas, that's why it says, Ubedas, chadorim yamolu. The cheder, the chesed, din and rachmem are filled with juice, filled with life. They need to have the das. It keeps your moichen focused and connecting to the midas. This cheder mehem nimshach. Now, what's the cheder? You say Havieni The king has brought me into his cheder. It means that the king has brought me into the the Eibushter brought me into his inner chambers of Chesedin and Rachman, which is what halachas of Torah are. When you say something is mutter, that means it's dominated by chesed energy. When you say something is osur, that means it's dominated, this, this Hashem's din is there. Not allowing this, Hashem is rejecting it. Rachmim is a, is a blend. Partial, yeah, a compromise or whatever it is. It says right in the beginning of Tanya, the altar explains, b'shilu b'shamai, chesed and din and the like. So that's me talking. So, Oh, so what, so what does Chedorah mean? Torah. Torah is the Abishta's inner chambers. But that's why we're saying, The king had brought me because we already learned the Torah. We were already in the answer. The Gam, it also says, Chazal say, well, what, a person that doesn't have any fear of Hashem and he learns Torah. Chazal say, well, a person that doesn't have fear of God and he learns Torah, he's compared to a person that has the inner keys but he doesn't have the outer keys. So you have the keys to the, in, to the inside of the house but you don't have the key to the courtyard. You can't even get in there. So what do you see from here? That Torah is called the inner keys. The gam It's the keys to the inside. This is the cheder. Is the inside. The inside rooms. But that's why we say you brought me already. 
Dehainu kishan neshama hoysalamai lo, when the neshama was above, terem yuridasei beguf. Interesting lashon over here. Earlier you say the neshama didn't enter the guf completely. It entered, but it didn't enter the guf completely. Here the lashon is, terem yuridasei beguf, it didn't enter at all the body. Shemalam demoise kola taira kula, that's when the neshama is taught the entire taira. Fehein hein chadorov, and that's the cheder, lechein al yedezeh. Gam achakach. So what does that do? Kishin eslapsha begufa chumri. When the neshama becomes mislabish, there's more copies here, by the way. When when the neshama becomes mislabish in a coarse body, im kolzeh. What are we saying? Moshcheni, pull me with what? Pull me with the tzitzis. Throw me a little tzitzis because I've had already the beged. The beged I've had when I was a baby, before I was born. I've got the garment. Torah was now, I was enveloped in, in the Abish Tishadar. Got it. Mashcheni, pull me now. Acharecha narutza, I'm going to run after you with excitement. Because, and you're going to say, what do you mean? What kind of connection do you have that you should be able to be, respond to the mashcheni? The answer is, because I was already there already. I've already been brought. There's already a trace from what was. Now we go back to the Maimer. The name of the Maimer. Peshatatias Ketanti. Knesses Yisrael says to the Eibishter, I have already removed my shirt. How can I dress it? Pidish. Ah. Oy, 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 oy. I didn't see what they were I forgot that this, this is the... What, 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 that's exactly the whole point for God. In other words, the Yid is saying, I already removed, I forgot the title that I learned when I was a baby. Peshatati as ketanti, I lost it already. I'm sitting already in this world as I, 30, 20, 15, whatever years, 30 years, 4, 50, 70 years, I'm sitting marinating in Gashmias. And Chavshom Lang forgetting. I forgot already. Peshatati as ketanti. Who would have ever thought? Pashatati as ketanti, I removed my shirt, means I forgot the Torah that I learned. Ayadeya Malach, the Malach made me forget it all. Shasatra Yalpiv, and the Malach smacked him on the mouth. It's difficult for me. It's difficult for me to put back on the Torah and Mitzvah, which they are the garments. Which only when I have that can I have the tzitzis, which is a ray from the levush of mitzvahs. But based on this whole idea, we'll understand why tzitzis reminds you of all the mitzvahs. You ask the question, you know, look at your tzitzis, you can remember as Chartam is called mitzvah Hashem. How when you look at tzitzis do you remember all the mitzvahs? The answer is, what's tzitzis? Tzitzis is a little revelation, a little conscious burst of godly light into your consciousness from the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are the garment. So of course, when you look at the tzitzis and you see how intense and powerful they are, you realize, wow, this is only a little ray of all the mitzvahs. There's a chartem, the power of all the mitzvahs. And you're going to be excited about doing that. You're going to see them as a chartem, you remember, as kol mitzvah savaya. And that's why it's called mitzvah Hashem, the mitzvahs of God. It's Gavaldi. Because the, the tzitzis is already your godliness. The tzitzis is your experience. The tzitzis is, we said earlier, it goes into your heart. It excites your love on your white and your techeles and your blue, your av and your yira. But the mitzvahs are still called mitzvahs Hashem. And the mitzvahs of God because it's still beyond our grasp. 
It's godliness that's higher than us. Similar to the idea with Chazal say that initially when a, learn, a Yid learns Torah, it's called Torah Hashem. But after you learn Torah and you really assimilate it, you know it well, it becomes It becomes a person's Torah. Similar to that, mitzvah Hashem, mitzvah bichlal is not like Torah because mitzvah Torah mitzvah you don't digest. Mitzvah is bigger than you. It's called mitzvah apidish. Ma shetiru pchenas tzitzis. When you will see the tzitzis shu pchenas ha'ores avavayira, which is a ray of love and fear. Shehem pchenas tchelis v'love and shebet tzitzis, which is the blue and the white of the tzitzis. Vehein hein Torah sa'adam, and they are the Torah of your godliness. Hayoitzim that go out benimin through these threads, the sairoisim through these heads, through these hair. Mepchinas makif elovush. These are the strands that are coming out, the fringes that are coming out from the makif and the lavush. Shuubchinas mitzvahs ma'isias, which are the physical mitzvahs. Shehem anikram mitzvahs Hashem. They're called mitzvahs Hashem. Lefishein nasan atzmiyas adam. They don't become you. They don't become the person. Kamoi ava v'yira like love and fear. Because, which becomes the person. Because this is, this is godliness measured to your size. But, but the, the mitzvah smaisius is God's light as it is. And therefore it remains mitzvah Hashem. And there's another reason why they're called mitzvah Hashem. Because the Abishta also does these mitzvahs. Because the Abishta asks us to do the mitzvahs that he does. V'gam heim mitzvah Hashem mamish. And it's not that he, you do a mitzvah and he does a similar mitzvah. No, the mitzvah that you're doing is the very same mitzvah the Abishta. The Ebershta does. Shakadish Baruchu Maniach Tfilin. Excuse me. The Ebershta puts on Tfilin. Umatsli and the Ebershta Davins. Vezeu, Inyan, and this is the idea. Asher Kiddishanu, you sanctified us. Bimitzvaisav, he sanctified us with his mitzvahs. Kiyam mitzvahs shaloy mamish. They are literally his mitzvahs. Masha Enkein, love and fear. Funny, the Mimer keeps on concentrating more on the fear than on the love, on the Techelis. You see it a few times in the Mimer. You can't say by Hashem, the Abish doesn't, doesn't say the Abish to fears anything. Love, you can say, I know that. But, uh, but that and love, you do find these. The Abish to love is a yid. But fear is not shy by the This is the toyota of the person. This is your. Zois is fear, we learned earlier. That's toyota of Adam. That's not toyota. Midbar is a level of a locus, it says, that is not yet, that no, simply it means that no one lives in the Midbar, but the deeper meaning is it's a level of the divine that has not yet lowers itself down to the spheroids, which is called Adam. Higher than the level of Adam, which is basically the Saiv of Kalaman. From that's where the Shairish of Torah comes from. The Torah really comes from a level of Loy Adam, from Midbar. From there it became the slabish in the level of Adam. And that's what he says over there. That's the idea of Zoys Toiras. But according to what we can, according to what he writes over here, Mashma, the Pirish Vizoys Toiras Adam, I know Masha Nimshachum Slabish, Bechabad the Malchus Tatsilas, is a lower level. Is that which comes down into Malchus of Atsilas, which means that which can concentrate itself in a much lower level. Okay. The in, oh, but now we'll understand, back to the Mimer, we'll understand the two Zechirais. It says, as a result of mitzvahs, you're going to see them, it says two things. It's called mitzvahs Hashem, v'asisa mo'isom, v'lo yisosuru achrei levavchem, v'yachrei aneichem. 
And then it says, Laman tizkuru, you should remember again. What's the two remembrances? The in yanas chirois, and the idea of this chirois, and beiz, two bechinois, keneget cheles. Since the tzitzis has two, two impacts on the person, love and fear, the blue and the white. So there's two types of zechiris. It helps you remember the loisase and helps you remember the ase. The positive commandments, the mitzvahs of action, and the prohibitive commandments. And you'll see in, in the words that how each one applies to a different set of mitzvahs. Beis bechinois keneget cheles against the blue, which is the fear, or keneget lovon, which is the white. Keneget cheles... Um, uh, I'm sorry. Corresponding to the tcheles of the tzitzes, which is the fear, that's going to bring a person to remember the prohibitive commands. Because as we say in Tanya, that fear, the real shmira of loisase comes from fearing Hashem. And that's what Taket says. What's the continuation of the first tzachira? What kind of asiyah? Do not allow your heart to get fashlept after Tivus and the like. And you should realize, here's the thing. means in the current. You should, a person should always be aware that right now I am zaynem achreyem. I'm being driven after all the tithes. Why? The loy timer, you shouldn't say rachatzti esrag kfar. I've gotten rid of him. I reached already. I've attained the spiritual level already. I've cleaned myself up for my averis. I am no more a zayna. Al-Tadeb actually, in another mimer, the Al-Tadeb says, Ashenatim zaynem achreyem comes from the word, you become chas a prostitute through them. Why? What's the union of a zayna? A union of a zayna is that she's not receiving from her husband, she's receiving from someone else. Our husband is the Ebishter. When a Yid Chas V'Shalom opens himself up to some other klipa to give him Chas V'Shalom some kind of a sensation and an experience that's not the Ebishter, then a Chas V'Shalom, it's like the person going after a different mashpia and not the Ebishter. that through going after your heart and after klipas, you become a Zayna. And what Chas V'Shalom is the Allah is the Ebishter is a Kayin. A Kayin can't marry a Zayna. So there's chas v'sholem, that idea, that's why, the, that's why it's a frightening word, the Alter Rebbe says over there, that, 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 a, that a person has to be careful. So, then of course, but in any case, and that's the idea, and also what Chazal say, even though everybody tells you you're a tzaddik already, still see yourself as a zayna, as someone going astray. That's from the Loisase. Who can get love on? And basically, it's related more to the Surmera, the parting from bad. Okay. Which is the idea that that's like the, in the experience that we said earlier in, of our experience of Hachana. It's the idea that I, that's why he, he's emphasizing the idea of, of Rachatz de Asragla. It has to do with the, the Surmera, which has to do with the Tshuva that we talked earlier, that creates a broken heart, that creates the cracks that the Abishta should be able to shine into you. And corresponding to the lavan of the tzitzis, the white of the tzitzis. Yisker al mitzvah sasei, that's laman tiskeru, tiskeru, you'll remember them. Vasisam oisam, you will do them, that's the mitzvah sasei. Vasisam as kol mitzvah you're going to do all my mitzvahs. And as a result of that, vayisam kedoshim lalehechem, you'll be holy to God. What does that mean? Yisker al mitzvah sasei, vasisam as kol mitzvah you will do all my mitzvahs. Vayisam kedoshim, hear this. The Yisem Kedoshim means you will become holy. What does that mean? Piddish. 
שגם בכנס you what are you the true you of a person is not as kabadi the true you of a, of a person is as we said earlier your panemius what's your panemius hopefully the love and the fear of God that you've created that's your neshama that's your you that's the panemius as, as a result of that it's going to take your love and the fear and it's going to and it's going to elevate them from being just human love and fear to becoming godly love and fear it's going to be absorbed in the side of Kalalman it's going to upgrade the love and the fear. The mitzvahs are not going to remain up a little fringe, extending from the talus, but the love and the fear are going to be suddenly included in the talus. They're like going to be reabsorbed in the talus. In other words, the person's experiences of the Ava Vayira are going to be elevated. With the supernal holiness. Kitzer, Indian, what's the idea? The kavana, the intention of the pasuk, is to warn a person. Meaning, to not warn, but to, let's use the word the chesidish word lahazir, to illuminate, to shine light on a person. that it should be always a person should always have to remember the everything in parsha shalach comes to express the mila of mitzvahs ma'isias. Because the whole hate of the Maraglim was what? The Maraglim didn't want to go down into the physical. They wanted to remain in the world of spirituality. So you'll see every mitzvah in Parsha Shalach that follows is all mitzvahs. For instance, the mitzvah of Nesachim. So Nesachim is corresponding to the fire from a karba that's burning spirituality. You pour libations, which is the idea of going down, shuv, going back down into the world to impact the world. That's that. Mitzvah's chala. Is also related to that. I don't remember how exactly right now. And the mitzvah tzitzis, it's all grounding us back into Gashmias. Um, this creates a makif de galavush and the root of it is from a higher levush. All of them are oita or kasalma. The Abish dresses himself in light like a garment. The levushe and the Abish's garment, ketelek chiver, is like white snow. The Eivishter wraps himself in a talus. This is the, the mucker and the root of all mitzvahs. Which from the Eivishter's talus becomes a levush to the person's hanikra chalukah derabonon. That becomes the true chalukah derabonon, their garment of derabonon, which means the God. And that levush it becomes the source for all internal experiences. How will a person appreciate the greatness and the quality of this lavush? and its holiness. adam. A person will remember when he will look at the tzitzis. They're just four little strings. Why four? Even though we have eight, because it's folded over, as we spoke earlier. It's coming from this lavush. Maybe, maybe the four neiman are the four letters of yud kevavke. I'm not exactly sure, but. And from these four strings, which are two chutim of techeles. What does he mean by that? Two chutim of techeles. Isn't it one chut of techeles and three chutim of lavan? Not exactly sure. To the chachma binadas of Knesset Yisrael. Shem kol aneshamesh be Yisrael. 
This draws down the little to all the neshamas who nikra tayras adam. The pnimis is called tayras adam, the tayra of man. So this is the, a, a a a bridge between the godliness of God to the holiness of man to keep that flow. The imkain ima od is dalad nimim levad. If a array of these four nimim nimshah adet gedoy lekezu comes such a adet chile rechimu. This. It's giving the love and the fear. Shakol nishmas Yisrael shema oilam. You hear? All the, all the love and fear of all nishamas from all generations are only coming from that small little strings. That's empowering all the love of the fear of all the nishamas from the strings of the tzitzis. So I said earlier, you have to hold the tzitzis by the heart. That's, that's where your entire Ava the Yira comes from. Imagine how holy is great the Kedusha of the Lavush itself. The fulfillment of physical mitzvahs, you're making the Lavush itself, which is the source from where these four strings come from. Now the Al-Tadeba wants that a person should feel that learning Torah which someone might associate more with the strands, because it's more what you understand, also is mitzvah smaisiyahs, because you don't fulfill Talmud Torah unless you're speaking it with your mouth. Akim asvasav have a maisa. Moving your jaws and your lips is a maisa, is an action. So Talmud Torah also has the mitzvah, the quality of mitzvahs, that it is a makif, it has a physical dimension to it. Vegama inyan ba'aloch is kulav, and also the concept, in, in addition to the fact that when you're learning, you see, if Torah would be mitzad the Indian of limudat Torah and knowing Torah, you can learn Torah like you're in a library, just reading with your eyes. But mitzad the Indian of mitzvah learning at Torah, you learn Torah with your body, with all your limbs, especially with the moving of the lips. But there's another Indian of physicality to Torah, and that is the physicality of the halachas, the content. The kama Indian is gashmiyam. They're called, Chazal say that the halachas kashma called the body of Torah. But not to make them away, because the body is the most important thing, because we learned earlier that in the body is wetched the highest. Gufei dafka. Kamoy shekosav Arizal. And like the Arizal says, Shekdushas hatalis gedoyla malosa b'ma'oid ma'oid. More than the tzitzis. The talis is holier than the tzitzis. Al kedushas the tzitzis on the holiness of the tzitzis. Shemrak nimen because they're only strands. Hanem shachen mahatalas they're coming from the talas. Rakshem if goidel milas kedushasa because of the greatness of the quality of its holiness. Oh, but if that's the case, then halachically we know that if tzitzis fall off a talas, you're supposed to put it in a gneiza. You're not supposed to throw them away. But when a talas gets this, you're allowed to throw. A talas doesn't have kedush, but tzitzis still. So lachura, how does it fit with what we're learning? The answer is. Because the talus is, is connecting to such a high level, it can't enclose itself in the physical element of it. Even though the source of its holiness is the physical. It's a strange Indian. It's dafka physical mitzvah, but still because of its holiness, it's so great, it can't be conveyed, it can't be grabbed or be nitvas in the gashmi is the getalus. In other words, it's symbolizing this holiness. Where the actual holiness goes into it, because that's the whole idea of tzitzis. It's... It's 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 compressed to enter into something. It's being mislabish. Physical talis doesn't have holiness. The latter wraps something up in a talis. 
You're not supposed to do a bizoyin in it, but you're allowed to use it for divrei chol. Ma'asha enki betzitzis k'sherim, tzitzis which are kosher, you're not supposed to do a a, a, a davar chol with it. What kind of davar? If you, so you want to tie something a little for for tzitzis, you're not supposed to do a davar chol with tzitzis. And oh, but but that's how you understand the whole mitzvah of tzitzis. The appreciation of gashmi is to get mitzvahs comes dafka from. What, what comes out of here? It's a thing like this. Every mime you learn has to take the world and upside down. If you, if you learned the mime and it didn't turn your whole world upside down, you didn't understand the mime. In other words, every why? Because the mime is godly perspective. And our perspective from below is opposite. Until you don't learn the mime, you don't have godly perspective. You see, the way all of all Jews, all Jews without Hasidus, Jewish Philosophy, the Jewish approach to all kima mitzvahs is as follows. You, the physical mitzvah helps you get to the experience. How do you see that? Look in Chinuch. Look in Minchas Look how it. Achara pu'ulis nimshachas alavales. That's what every, every kind of rav that's giving a shmuz in his shul about, uh, about the mitzvahs will tell, will, will give this inyan. The main thing, you know, is to experience. You have to do the physical mitzvah, which... So the physical mitzvah allows you to become, in order to get to the... Psycho, in other words, the main thing is the psychological experience, which comes as a result of the mitzvah. What's the more If the whole physical mitzvah is just a means to get to the, to the psychological impact, why is it that if a person totally was numb in his mind and his heart during the Asiyah mitzvah, of all spiritual meaning of it, and he did meticulously, he did the mitzvah, he's a yaitz of the mitzvah. But if he did fakert, he did all the uh, spiritual experiences of it, but he didn't eat that physical crunchy piece of matzah, he's not yaitz. doesn't make any sense. If the physical is going to bring you to that, till you learn chasidus, and the altar turns it all over. And he says, no, no, no. The entire spiritual, all your spirituality, you're supposed to use, the, use your spiritual experiences to get an awe and, a, and, a, and, a, and an understanding of, wow, can you imagine what the physical mitzvahs themselves are? Because that's God himself. Thus is the Ebershter. So the, 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 the spiritual is Adarab, a an inspiration to get you to appreciate where that all your spiritual experiences are coming from. It's coming from the transcendental, and the transcendental is dafka in the action. So that's a complete opposite hashkafa that comes from, we would say, from human understanding. All right. Zauza, everyone. Wear your tzitzis. Connect to your tzitzis. Zauza.